Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Crit It and Hit It, uh, the game show where prizes are a bit... Oh, wait, no. Um, this is the live stream <laughs> D&D <laughs> game Crit It and Hit It. We're playing 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are five nerds who have nerdy little businesses, but we also enjoy playing D&D an awful lot. And so we decided to let you guys spy on us because we are... <laughs> those kinds of people uh i am drew murray of master tier gaming uh with me today as always are four others who should probably introduce themselves let's go from left to right so we start with kerry and move that way hello uh kerry from tabletop crafter i am playing amy the human paladin Alright, um, I am Laura, I am playing Eden, the uh, Aladrin uh, Warlock, um, and I run Dark Moon Dice, making Hemi Dice. I'm Abby, I'm from Trade and Tested. I um, make uh, dice trays, um, dice tray bags, and I sell sets of dice, and um, I am playing Anarchist, the Tiefling Druid, a.k.a. Snow White. Oh, she's not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel from Detailer Woodworking. Um, I play Erdin, the Elven Bloodhunter. Um, and yeah, I just I, I make like handmade wooden gaming things, like dice trays. Uh, I've seen uh, that dotting around uh, Instagram. The, uh, the sort of pale uh, sort of uh, is it like a, a beech wood or, or something? Um... Yeah, we do. I do. The main wood is because this is walnut, which is my mm. favourite, um, and then that's got ash as the little accent. But I do ash is the main colour, and I do oak as well. Oak's really popular. Mm. Um, but the the, the lighter coloured wood one like comes up on my feed fairly regularly, and I keep okay. seeing it. I'm like, mm, that would be really really nice because at the moment I've got some <laughs> small rattly little chest which I had in front of me, um, and now is behind the laptop screen. <laughs> this is professional, guys. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I've got one of these little things where the dice are just like rolling around, mm -hmm. uh, and it would be really nice to have one of those boxes. So uh, I, I, I might enter the competition. I can't win though. But... No, you're not allowed to. Enter <laughs> <the competition. laughs> I have to like say, enter your own competition. I have to say they are awesome because yeah. I also have my own. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, with some uh, dark green dice in there. Um, yeah. Do what I do and just uh, pass your partners to. It's my birthday two weeks today, actually. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're watching live. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, for everyone watching and for the players as well, because it has been a fortnight. We began in a small town near Summergleam. We met a drunkard called Simon who turned out to be uh, a bit of a priest to a small church who had sent people on a quest and they had not returned. And so he went to go and find them. He bumped into an elven prince, uh, a prince named Merka Edel. Uh, for anyone that has gone to the YouTube channel and watched uh, Crystal Monolith of Uriel livestream, no Merka from there. Uh, Merka Edel uh, went missing and Simon made his way back to town, but in a drunken stupor, has lost a lot of his recollections of this time, but he found that things were going weird. There were lots of wild plants growing and uh, strange happenings. Upon setting off from Sommergleam and arriving here, 
you found that goblin activity has picked up. Uh, a nearby farmstead was attacked. You guys managed to stave that attack off. And the overgrown vines have started to manipulate the local flora and fauna. Uh, whatever caused this explosion of growth, these plants, something that seems wholly unnatural according to... Um, Anakis, one of you is a druid. <laughs> Anakis. There we go. <laughs> As soon as I said Eden, I was like, that's wrong. Wait, that feels wrong. <laughs> I get a little confused sometimes, because uh, also, like, Eden's very um, nature-based as well. You've got a uh, lot of E's and a lot of A's that all sound the same. That is also true. But so. Eden's patron being a fae, it, it sort of helps align things down a certain uh, tree-laden path. Anyway. Um, we found out that the vines were rather unnatural, and they were manipulating the environment to be further unnatural with them. Vis-a-vis, -vis, zombie bears! Uh, so, normal bears attacked you outside the vines, zombie bears attacked you inside the vines. Uh, there's also a great deal of birds and small insects flying and buzzing around about above this. Uh, the length and breadth of it was described as between five and six miles across. Uh, none of you have an accurate tape measure, and so you're not able to get an exact reading. But that seems to be the the width of this circular growth uh, around where the citadel was, according to Simon. You started cutting your way through, you set a few fires, and uh, attacked the zombie bears. We did do something that I am now going to walk back, however. Uh, so consider it a, a retcon of sorts. Uh, we did stop in the middle of combat. Uh, we were mid-initiative. A mm -hmm. zombie bear had just been destroyed by uh, Eden, casting a spell. It ripped the zombie bear apart and covered uh, in a whole bunch of zombie guts and goo. <sighs> Why have I forgotten his name just now? Zander. Zander. Thank you. Handsome Zander. I put all these names on a single sheet rather than have like five floating about. Um, but yes, so Xander uh, was covered in goo. You found that Xander uh, was here to hunt evil things. He was just here, here to, to hunt things down. Um, and that uh, there was... Uh, someone else, uh, an elf that you bumped into, who disguised himself as a bear, and uh, they were Tin looking... Tinnitus. <laughs> Tinnitus. 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 Yes. Tinnitus. Uh, who we, we kept uh, mispronouncing uh, his name as Tinnitus. Uh, mostly because I am rubbish at names, and I always come up with names that are very easily confused for something else. Th another group of mine decided to call the Beholder Jurex, uh, changing his name <laughs> from what I'd originally called him, which was something else. Um, so, uh, Teneris uh, wanted to find this Simon fellow and uh, bring him to justice for crimes against nature. He is a druid, and some attempt was made to misdirect him and suggest that maybe Simon's not the driver of this wagon, but alas, he saw through that. Uh, so Teneris has 
started moving around the vines in one direction, hoping to uh, penetrate in and get to the center, see if he can stop these vines being all crazy, because that's what he's here to do. And uh, Xander and you guys have gone around another side and fought against zombie bears, Xander being now covered in goo. We are not going to continue on with the combat. We are going to jump in with things just uh, sort of as they are, out of initiative, the combat will end here. The vines ahead of you are burning to either side. There is fire as well, but you've got a gap now where there was a zombie bear and you've now got Xander covered in goo. The other zombie bears will have fled. So let's start with a, uh, a soft entrance into things and get back into it. That's the recap. Uh, at the beginning of our sessions, we usually have what is called the Bard's Tale. For those of you that are new to the stream, uh, the Bard's Tale is a short story uh, said by one of the characters uh, in the game. So this will be something at some point they'll have got around the campfire and started sharing stories. And this will be a story from that character's past or just a story that they've heard. It can be anything and everything. They could be exaggerating their own past experiences or it could be entirely accurate. Decide for us to find out during the course of the stream. Who knows? Maybe I'm making notes of these things and bringing past experiences into the character's stories later on. Oops. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, today, our bar's tale will be said by Abby, is that right? Yeah. All right, take it away when you're ready. <laughs> okay, so we've gone further into the woods this time on some sort of learning exercise that Donald thought would be crucial for me to learn. And he hadn't mentioned where we were going and what we were going to be doing on this particular day, which I thought was strange because he normally tells me what we're going to be doing before we go. But anyway, never mind. So the four of us had been wondering, well, quite some time time in the forest and we'd come across sort of a field of really tall bracken ahead and we edged closer and I could I could hear something and it was almost sort of like a grunting sniffling noise and I immediately didn't feel like it was right so I stepped back and prepared myself I wasn't I wasn't ready to harm well, whatever it was behind there I didn't really want to get involved but I'm sure I'm sure Vaughn was he's sort of like that really so I moved behind one of the trees that was sort of further back and all of a sudden there was <laughs> there was a giant mighty beastly seven foot bear that sort of charged its way from out of the bracken towards Vaughn. So I immediately scrambled behind the tree, I didn't want to be seen and Darnell sort of defended Vaughn. He took out his staff and sent his ice blast and just penetrated the bear's heart and killed it instantly. I sort of couldn't quite believe what I'd just seen. It, it's not it's not me, is this? So I closed my eyes, I sort of looked, looked away, wiped a tear, and as I opened them, I saw a tiny baby squirrel down on the floor. Only a week old, probably left, shivering, cold, on its own, no mother, no nest around, nothing. It looked like it had maybe fallen from the tree, perhaps, I don't know. I wasn't going to let it die there on its own, like that bear's just done. I didn't want to do that, so I scooped him up. I put him in my satchel, and I took him back to camp. And he's been with me ever since. Done. Oh, chicken! Chicken! I love that. I, I also feel like I should put like a, a Nutkin and Enver 
like names up on here as well. They're, they're as much a part of the stream as anyone else. Yeah, we need like a little image in the corner, don't we, next to our names? Like a little emoji. Ember's the only one that's crit so far, so... True. <laughs> Although I've just been a big bear, so I don't know where Nutkin is right now. Mm. <laughs> uh... So we are beginning with the fire raging, smoke billowing upwards. It is you guys, San Simon. He is outside the vines with the wagon and uh, Xander covered in goo. Uh, he had a dagger raised as if he was about to stab the zombear in the back, which is a name I've just stolen from the chat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to whoever. <laughs> Awesome. Alright. Um, can I clap my hands together and shout, Xander! You're back! <laughs> Stop flirting, Amy. <laughs> well, he's handsome. Jealous. <laughs> I saw him first. He slides the dagger into uh, a holster that you see is at the side of uh, a piece of his leather armor inside his jacket. Uh, he swishes it across the, the front to cover it up again and starts trying to get rid of the gunk that's all over him. Pleasure to meet I'm... you all again. You've, you've got some some goo on you there. Just kind of all over you. <laughs> None of you are a wizard, are you? Ew. No. <sighs> could do with one. They're good at cleaning things. <sighs> well, you managed to scare the rest of them off. What are you doing here? I told you it was dangerous in here. Well, what are you doing here? Why, why are you? You went off. I, I kind of thought you were busy doing your own thing. This is our path. We're we're making our way through here. When I noticed that things were starting to congregate up above, I realized someone was trying to break in. As he points upwards, uh, you notice that a lot of the birds are sort of centered around where you guys are standing now, circling up above. As if you're in the eye of a storm. I decided to stop my hunting and come and see what the disturbance was. I assumed it was something like the wildlife trying to return. Bears or something. Is a, is an Akka still a bear, by the way? No, I, I'm out of bear farm. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and just to remind everyone, I'm still up on my horse. Oh, yeah. Yes. As a reminder, everyone was walking through the vines with the exception of Erden, who rode a horse. That's right, who is smart. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, well, I think we need to um, find um, a certain object that could be located within the near vicinity of this area. <gasps> Somewhere. Um, I'm not too sure where. Um... <laughs> Can I? Are we just all staring? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you expecting a tavern somewhere in these vines? No. I mean, that'd be nice. <laughs> We're uh, looking for a crystal or something. Something green. Crystal? I've no you know interest it? in such things. No. Well, oh, in that case, I guess you'd best be off. Um, you know, you can carry on. Don't you need to worry about us. We'll just go on our way, and no. uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll see you again sometime. Don't be rude, Erden. He can stay. Yeah, but Erden, look, he's big and strong. He could help us. 
<laughs> we need some muscle in this team. I just thought I'd tap Ed and on the shoulders of six. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> on the horse. <laughs> 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 He flicks his eyes up and towards the center of this mass of vines, lifts his head a little as if he's hearing something, and then turns back to all of you. I'd recommend turning back. And then he makes a dash towards some vines that are not currently on fire. But you see that the section that he's standing in seems to have been mostly cut away, as if someone's come along with a strimmer and just removed all the vines so he's in essentially a clearing so when eden uh compelled the vines to rip that bear apart you've essentially now got a doorway between the pathway that you were on that is now on fire ahead of you and you've got this slightly flaming uh sort of archway to an opening and uh, another pathway in sure i say we go yeah is that where xander's just gone that is where xander's just gone Oh, um... Yeah, let's follow him. <laughs> let's follow let's him. Follow <laughs> let's follow Amanda. Let's follow that guy. Stop walking. <laughs> See, now follow. everybody wants to follow the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting such mixed messages. I say as I walk through them. <laughs> uh, make exceptions when they're in some. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that's how it works. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> Write that down. Okay. I take out a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Handsome equals okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Did no How one did watch Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> did anyone do did anyone do detect magic last session? Uh, <coughs> no. There was a detect good and evil done. Yes. Can I do a detect magic? Oh no. Hang on. Oh it's only in a ten meter radius, so that's not gonna work, is it? <laughs> no, ignore that. It lasts for 10 minutes, though, I think. Oh, it does, yeah. Yeah, so okay, then. Have it, and then... How far... Is it some sort of, like, hill, this, that's in the centre of it, or is it just all vines? It is a hill that is in right. the centre of this. Okay. But it looks as have... though the vines have crawled up, and it's, like, just a lump of vines. Mm-hmm. Well, that zombie bear's obviously come from somewhere, hasn't it? So it's obviously that way, that path's probably better to go on, as opposed to the flames over there. So let's go that way. Okay. Are you casting Detect Magic? I'm going to leave it a little... No, okay, yeah, yeah. But we need to be quick. (laughs) Okay. Quick, guys, quick, quick, quick. Run. Run, go! (laughs) All right. Uh, As you uh, push your way through the flaming archway and into this clearing, you see the dead bodies of a few more of these rotting bears. Uh, More goo and ichor dripping from the open wounds. One of them growls softly in the corner, and you note that his head has been entirely removed from his body, and its mouth is just moving, air being forced through and creating this groaning sound. Cool. You turn and see where Xander has run off through, and it is a pathway as you saw before, but lots of vines starting to slowly creep and move and slither backwards and forwards, this undulating tunnel of vines. They don't seem to be closing anything off, but certainly on the move. And Xander has already taken off, got quite a distance uh, up about 50 feet, and is now leaping from side to side, stepping on some of the vines before reaching the top, which is about 15 feet up, and then 
diving like a gazelle into another section of vines, disappearing from the tunnel path that you guys are in. Hmm. That sounds quite difficult. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not very a horse. <laughs> Although, in character, if Sander can do it, then Airden can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a... But that's me, not stats Daniel, is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm me, me as a player, I'm going, mm-mm, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, continuing down this uh, undulating path? Sure. Yeah. yeah. On my horse. <laughs> it continues on, um, and as before, uh, we will require uh, a constitution saving throw from everyone. Uh, Ooh, yes, got nat 20. Oh, nice. That's the Ooh, first roll of the day. 21. No. Oh no. One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh right now. Sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. God. It begins. <laughs> yep. I cannot roll in this game. Do you have any spell slots left? Nope. That was interesting. <laughs> nope. She's not bossing everybody around. Yeah. <laughs> Edin, mm-hmm. <laughs> you be quiet. You come back here. Solve it. <laughs> That's all I had. Seeing the path ahead, um, uh, Anakis and Eden, uh, you will uh, both be able to see that while the, the unnatural element of these vines uh, is ever present, uh, it just feels wrong the way these things are moving. You do note a natural progression to it. It's almost like a prolonged heartbeat. There's a rhythm uh, to these undulations. And so you're able to very deftly make a path that produces the least amount of difficulty for you and your party. As the thorns stick out from these things and move around, like cutting scythes moving through this pathway, you're able to guide Erden through and avoid getting any harm done. Is he still on his horse? Is he still on his horse? He is still on his horse. So, sorry. <laughs> so, like, we are me, one. Me and Anakis were just like helping this horse along that's carrying it. <laughs> get off the uh, horse. <laughs> yeah, get off the horse. No, it's fine. There's no problems yet. Whereas um. Amy, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, notices that a few of the vines, as they're moving forward, have small pustules on the side. And as she gets close to one of those, it pops open, distracts her for a moment as this uh, gaseous smog fills her face. And as the gas dissipates, she blinks her eyes open and sees that one of these thorns has moved and started to cut across her cheek. She is now bleeding a little, but not enough to cause any uh, undue stress. Uh, you have taken six hit points of damage. Ooh. And unfortunately, uh, Carrie, uh, Amy is currently poisoned as well. Uh, no. Okay. What's the effects of that? Uh, poison is a status condition. It essentially means yeah. that you get disadvantage on uh, ability checks. Fantastic. Uh, yes. And attack rolls. Cool. Attack rolls and ability checks until you are no longer poisoned. Okay. This represents an hour of travel. You guys will be moving through this tunnel, seeing that there are further thinnings in the sides of the vines. You can see other, like, pockets 
sections uh, in this uh, vine maze uh, that would uh, similarly give you an opening to move. But um, over the course of this... Sorry. No, you finished. <laughs> okay. Uh, over the course of this hour, you find your way to a crossroads, something that you've not seen in this path before. As you get to this crossroads, you note that the hill is looming directly in front of you. The path to the left leads steadily upwards, but it doesn't look uh, like a happy thing to climb. It is thorny vines up a very steep incline. It would be a struggle, but possible for the horse to get up there. And the pathway, to the... <laughs> the pathway to the right uh, leads you away from the hill. Um, can I, what I was going to say, uh, cast Lion Hands on myself and it neutralizes a poison if I do oh. five. Yes, it does. So, so I spend, spend five. five points. Yeah. I don't get that as health as well, though, do I? No. Do I? Uh, no. It, it, it is basically, you're, you're like buffering up the power. Uh, once you, you reach that critical mass of five points, it's then spent on either healing or getting rid of a status. Yeah, okay, I get rid of poison. <laughs> True. Yes. Druidcraft. Druidcraft. It's a transmuta- trans transmutation, isn't it? So. Uh, I believe so. Yes. It's a cantrip. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, that's fine. I just want to check. Right, you can carry on. minor changes and things and like affect plants around you. Yeah. Can I sort of? It's within a thirty-foot range. So can I? All the all the spikes. Can I turn them soft? Is that is that? Can I do that? Like uh, that would like be something that you'd be able to uh, do with normal plants. Uh, however, uh, since it's a, a cantrip, you can try for free, and uh, it does not affect these things. There's something magical and off about these vines. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I just yeah, and lead lead my horse up this <laughs> steep hill. Your horse is going to die. I'm not going <laughs> to ask what everyone else is doing. I'm just leading the way. Right. Um, I would like you to make a. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say instead, this is going to be an athletics skill check. Um, okay. I'm going to allow you to use your proficiency for this, even though you're riding the horse. Well, I think my athletics is zero. So. Uh, nine. 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 Is anyone together. else going to try climbing this hill immediately after Erden starts trying? I'm going to let him go like 10 meters in front of me because that horse is going to come flying yeah, back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wait. We wait and watch. <laughs> Erden and the steeds start clambering up the hill, uh, each of its hooves sinking into gaps between the vines as it slips up the hill and eventually the hoof gets caught and as he pulls his leg up, you see that it's been cut by some thorns oh. and it refuses to go up oh. any further. We told you to leave it down here. You didn't listen. How is the horse? Is the horse, you know, can it can it move its leg? I would like you to make a Constitution saving throw for the horse. Okay. Oh, uh, two. <laughs> oh dear. Two. Was oh, I didn't gonna put down a horse. <laughs> oh. As Daniel, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the horse does not look good. Um, do you have any way of assessing the damage of a horse? Uh, do you have a, a handle animal or the medicine skill? Um, no. Or would you like to make an attempt at those regardless of your training? Like Maybe this is just something you've picked up. And sure, trying. yeah. I think um, animal handling. I think I would have ridden a horse, you know, before and be quite familiar with them. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Give me an ability check for that. Uh, 13. You can see that this horse is poisoned. You've seen before uh, when horses eat the wrong kinds of berries and things when out on a trail. It's important for riders to make sure that the horses get a decent feed, usually trail mix or something. But uh, this horse looks drowsy. Okay, can I ride it back down to the to the rest, to everyone else at the bottom of the hill? As part of that uh, handle animal check, I'll, I'll allow you to also like steer it gently down. Uh, it does stumble a few times, but it doesn't throw you from itself. But you manage to get to the bottom. Um, I jump off and uh, say, uh, "Amy, um, this this animal is poisoned. I think. Um, um, uh, could could you could you fix it, please?" <laughs> What? What? Make him say it louder. Make him say it louder. Yeah, I mean, it's really not in character. It's so not in character, but you were asking for my help. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it more in a, oh, this is such a wonderful day. You're asking for help. We're such good friends now. Well, I feel um, like you owe me since you, you know, silenced me back in the wagon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> After us, I'll equal. I'll waive uh, my vengeance for that if you help the horse. Waive <laughs> your vengeance. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, I've only got five left, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to use my last five on a horse. Oh. Can I do anything? I think I've got. Have I got anything? I've I've got a good animal handling. So can I? And I've got a herbalism kit. Can that do anything? <laughs> See, if you yes. have the power, if you have the power to save this animal and you don't, then its death is on your hands. Well, that's so, uh, is, is yeah. this proficient with the herbalism kit? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think so. Where's my piece of paper? Um, proficiency. Uh, yeah, piece of paper. Uh, yeah, I am. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, you have a look at the horse, you have a look at your surroundings, and you see that there is not a lot in the way of, like, real legitimate vegetation nearby. I would like you to make a wisdom ability check with disadvantage, but you do get to add your proficiency because you are proficient with the herbalism kit. Okay. Oh, and I've got... So that's 2d20, pick the lowest. Oh. (laughs) What five. Five. Total. Five total. Wisdom modifier of three. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> and a seven, so that's no better. Uh, right. Oh, uh, you do get to add your proficiency modifier as well. Remember. I, uh, oh. So, so it's wisdom, wisdom and oh. proficiency. Sorry. So that would be, oh, uh, now you're asking too much of me. That's more numbers <laughs> to add. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my brain won't work. What are we on proficiency? Ten! Ten! Right. <laughs> Having a look around, uh, you cast a uh, druidcraft cantrip a few times, and after about a full minute of trying to pull something through the air, it looks as if you're, you're miming, uh, making a tree out of clay, and as you do one more final push your arms shoot up into the air and so does a living vine a tangle of roots steeped in soil small bugs and worms still clinging to the side of it but you've managed to pull a lot of the natural living material that's been deep underground 
up through the topsoil, through these spiky vines, and sprouting out the sides of it are small little fungal nodules. You pick a few of these, and over the course of the next 30 minutes, uh, you bring out your pestle and mortar, and you get a fire starter kit, and you start grinding pieces down, uh, getting rid of a lot of the liquid, and creating this paste, which you use as a salve over the wounds of the horse's leg, and you can see the poison begin to drain from the horse. It gets more of its awareness back into its eyes. It then takes a further 10 minutes for this to take full effect, but eventually the horse is still wounded. There's still blood seeping out of the wound, but you've managed to cure the poison entirely. (laughs) (laughs) So while Anakis is rushing around and doing all of this, is there anything that you guys want to do? Since it does take an hour, a short rest can be had here. Which, unfortunately, yeah, right. Nakis wouldn't be able to benefit from, since she's actually doing this. Yeah. But everyone else, you've got an hour. Uh, I think I'm, an- I'm just deep in thought, I think. Oh, for an hour. <laughs> yeah. But it's just I, like, I can't not mention the comment in the thread that says, Aaron is an edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's killing me. I had to say it out loud. <laughs> no, you need is like a fedora and a neck beard. <laughs> that should be my motivation. I should just have that written out just on top of the screen. Okay. <laughs> I need to get um, printed on t-shirts, guys. <laughs> 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 the bin. If we could have um, oh my gosh, what's that? Chanel, um. The guy who did the... Oh, yes, uh, Sh- Shinobi MC. If we could get him to add a fedora and a neck beard. I'm... No, no. No, I'm saying now, canonically, he does not wear a fedora. <laughs> and he's clean-shaven, he's an elf. Oh, God, right. But, like, yeah. you can make an exception. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what a way. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh... Yes, yeah, so a short rests. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you're rolling much... hit dice there, Gary. Uh, yep. <laughs> how? What do you add to it again? Con. Uh, your, your constitution modifier, yes. Yeah. That would be five health. Uh, that's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, I'll just wait for her to finish. <laughs> In this burning briar bush for an hour. Mm. <laughs> the, the fire is a good mile or so back. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let it go, Amy. Let it go. <laughs> it's still burning. It's still raging. The smoke is still billowing upwards. But uh, yeah, the, 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 the fire is some ways back. Uh, Eden, anything that you're doing for the hour? Short rest. Good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I should have done. Well. Hmm. No, you can help me tend to your horse. <laughs> I'm just, I'm very. That's not rest for you. I'm looking at the horse and kind of thinking about what I've done. No, that's not very anarchy. Go ahead. No, rare rest. moment of character <laughs> Now, at the end uh, of this hour, uh, you see that the horse is tended to, no longer poisoned, uh, but it keeps pulling its head away. Uh, uh, especially from Erden, but uh, mostly just from the hill itself. Somewhat reluctant. The reason of which you don't know, because you can't speak to him. I can speak Someone to him. Oh, <laughs> so can I. 
No, I can't. Uh, can I? The, no. The, the spell lasts for about an hour, I think it was, or ten minutes. It lasts for a, a fairly short amount of time. But you do have the spells. Speak with animals. I do. I did cast it last session. Yes, you did. So I still have mine. Oh. If you want to ask, want, you got some questions to ask the horse. You want to talk to? I mean. I feel yeah. like it just want to talk crap about Erden to the horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like it's just going to be that it got hurt though. I, I don't. I worry about wasting a spell slot on that if we're being. You know. I think that mine's still prepared. Is mine still? Did you say mine was still prepared, Drew? Or would it have gone by now? No, uh, oh, your, your speak with animals will have uh, run out oh. by now, uh, but it is a ritual. So if you want to spend the last ten minutes um, of this short rest. Um, performing a ritual, like after you've applied it and you're waiting for the poison to be seeped out, you could be casting this ritual. Mine's an invocation. I think I can use it like a cantrip, like instantaneously, mm-hmm. over and over. If he, oh. is it well, still a spell slot? Uh, no. No, it well, does that not. Seems more feasible. Yeah, sure. I'll talk to the horse. Short rest. Yeah. Chat with the horse. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna talk shit about you. <laughs> uh, you, you. You have now cast a spell. Now the the horse is entirely unaware that a spell like this has been cast. Uh, so you guys would need to initiate the conversation. Right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. I'm Eden. <laughs> um, what's your name? Do you have a horse name? <laughs> we're talking to a horse. <laughs> Hello. My my. My name? <laughs> I don't have one. You don't have one? Oh, that's sad. We could give you one. Would you like a name? We we all have names. You could have one too. Why? <laughs> um, it helps you to know when someone is talking to you. Why are you talking to me? I wanted to know if you were feeling okay. We saw that you got injured and we tried to help you. And I want to know if you're feeling better. Leg hurts. Leg hurts I know, sweetheart. I know it does. I know it does. Um, <laughs> you've been carrying around like 100 tons of ego, so I get it. But do you need to have like a, like a rest? Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Everything... Everything hurts. Tired. Oh, God. <laughs> Need to rest. Water? Okay. Okay. We can get you food and we can get you water. Are you like, can I turn to Anarchist? Do you have food? Water? He's hungry? Uh, thirsty? I have got... Oh, I can... Uh, um... Erdin, didn't he steal some of those... Oh, sorry. I don't know that, do I? Damn it. <laughs> You're holding uh... out your healing herbs. <laughs> <laughs> I have shit water, <clears throat> but that's about it. <laughs> Choose an area of water. Mm. Can I direct the movement of the water from underneath and bring it up to the surface for the horse to drink? Hmm. It's a cantrip, isn't it? Uh huh. Within a thirty-foot range. Oh, hang on. A thirty-foot range, but a five-foot cube. Oh. Um. I don't know it wants uh-huh. water, but I have a water skin. Okay. Um. With the the shape water. Um, cantrip. It's, it basically mm. means that uh, within 30 foot, uh, a 5 foot cube area of water is what you can affect. So you can't affect all water uh, within okay. 30 foot at once. It's like a one 5 foot cube that you're affecting at one time. Uh, so right. you could, if there was like, like uh, an amount of water 30 feet below you, you could bring it up slowly um, 
basically shifting it five feet up and then five feet up and then five feet up through the soil. Uh, you can uh, do that if you want to do that, similar to the I'll way you that. use the Druidcraft. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, takes uh, about a minute for you to uh, get it, but uh, similar to the, the vines coming, if you get droplets of water floating in the air in front of you, weaving your hands upwards, drawing the water up, and every time you lift your hand, more droplets uh, come up and join these clumps, these droplets. They're all starting to amalgamate and shimmer in front of you in this massive ball of water. The horse is freaked out by this. It's never seen this happen before. Uh, and it is moving backwards and sort of bumping between Amy and... No, so no, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's just... Can I go and, like, poke it? Just water. You can drink it. I'll try drink some. <laughs> Somebody get a straw. It, it is good, clean water. I'll, head, I'll slowly walk over. I've got... Uh, proficient animal handling so can i go over to the horse and just sort of put my hand out and see what it does uh, put, sorry put your hand out to to the heart sorry with the with the water and all see right if it'll drink it <laughs> yep uh since you're entirely able to shape the water however you see fit you can essentially like elongate it into like a, a stream of water that goes into his mouth oh yeah i'll do that uh, and uh yep like a horse drinking from a running tap. Uh, it's yeah. smacking well its lips. Well done! Yay! High five, Anakis! Yes! <laughs> mm, team horse! <laughs> you are not looking after your horse successfully, Aiden. Thank you. Well. Yeah. I... Are, are we staying here? It seems a bit open. No, I think we're... I think the rest of us are planning on continuing up the hill you don't have to come with us i think it's too dangerous for you he looks around the clearing that you guys are currently in this crossroads alone in the open um we um (laughs) tell it to run back the way it came yeah if you think yeah if you go back the way that we came not through the fire though not into the fire avoid the fire but if you go back that way, you'll get back to the cart and to where Simon is. The other person that was with us, he's back there with the cart. And the other horse? There's another horse, right? The other yes. horse. Yes. Okay. He looks down the path. Okay. Okay, can I give him like a pet? Like a reassuring pet. You can do this. You got this. You got this. You are the bravest, smartest horse. You can do this. <laughs> don't, go, go, don't go near the fire. As uh, the it, horse gets sorry, as the horse gets up, could I try and place a hand on it? I thought you were gonna try and get on it. Oh great, it's fixed. yes. yes. Daniel, could you give me a constitution saving throw, please? Uh, sixteen. Uh, as you place the hand on the horse. It turns its head to look at you, and then turns back, looking down the path. And uh, you hear the horse say, "It's not his fault. Just a rider." Oh. Well, when I place my hand on it, if Still I can get away salt. with, if I can do this without anyone knowing, then I want to do it. But if it's something that people would, they'd realise what I've done, then I don't want to do it. Um, when I place my hand on it, I want to cast um, a first level spell, protection from evil. Um, one creature is immune to 
fear being charmed or possessed by loads of different baddies, um, and also anything that attacks it has disadvantage on attacks. Okay. From what I see, I've just got to touch it, that's the range, but I don't think I've got to say anything. Um, the components uh, of it, is it just somatic? Is it just S? As the... It says, oh, it says VS. VS. So you will need to say something. Um, Damn. But it depends on everyone else not only hearing it, but also to know what it is that you're saying. Okay. I'm just uh, sort of in the distance checking out the hill. So. Um, it seems so like it may be beneficial. If I know that spell as well, would, I, would that mean I would know what he's doing if I hear the words? If you know that spell as well, I would give you advantage on an arcana check uh, to see if you recognize what's being done. Alright. Because, you know, everyone's spells are a little bit different, everyone's got their own flair, you'd recognize some of the, the, the cadence and patterning to it, perhaps. Okay. So... I try and say it as quietly as I can. Alright. If I have to say something. Okay. Uh, since uh, Anakis is uh, paying attention more to the hill than anything <coughs> else, um, let's say that uh, Amy and Eden will be uh, ones that, if they wanted to, could make an Arcana skill check. Uh, does, be... does, the, does the horse know anything? Like, would the horse be like, ooh, <laughs> I feel protected from evil. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make an Arcana skill check for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I rolled double 14s, so Ooh. 14. I can't get a plus. Ooh, rolled a 19. So 22. Okay. Um, what's your usual spell save DC, Daniel? Oh, uh, sorry. It is. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, oh, 12. Sorry. 12. Uh, so. Uh, Amy and Eden both recognize exactly what it is that Ed Damn. has done. Uh, so uh, the look on his uh, face and his usual character uh, suggests that perhaps he was trying to do this surreptitiously. Mm. Uh, but do I know yeah, the name? You know. Well, I... Oh, oh God. <laughs> no, no. Uh, if I say I just smile at you, I don't say anything. I just smile and then turn mm -hmm. back to the hill. <laughs> I'll just like I don't know shrug it off or something like whatever <laughs> I'm on to you Adam. right I want to climb the hill alright uh, just go. before the horse uh, heads off he turns nuzzles Erden uh, and then you turns down the path thing. oh my I god please let me oh <laughs> Adorable. Are you alright, Laura? <laughs> it's, it's adorable. I'm gonna cry. Alright, the chestnut horse gallops away uh, at a solid canter, uh, managing to avoid a lot of the moving vines, and you guys turn your attention towards the hill looming above you. The swarms of birds and insects above your head uh, start to thicken. Uh, almost blocking out the light above you. Can I cast? Can, can I cast Dreamcraft and create like a, a? It says you can create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts. Oh no no! So I want to, I want to create a light that will distract 
the insects and make them clear away so and bright light somewhere else oh. above hmm. elsewhere that will take the attention away from us almost you'll be able Can... to create um uh, small flickering uh lights uh okay. dotting around the place uh, but nothing as strong as a torch uh, or a right. lantern uh, so nothing in the way of a, a bright light that would a- attract um, you know, the, the attention of a larger beast, but certainly something like a moth would be attracted to the small lights that you could create. Uh, yeah. You can create those within the 30-foot radius of you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'll do it exactly 30 feet away from us. <laughs> Over there somewhere. <laughs> Uh, you do know that some of the swarm deviates towards it, but there is literally not enough space where you cast these lights for all the bugs to be. So while there is a, a slight shifting, there is still hordes. Perhaps uh, a more apt description would be a raging ocean of birds and insects <coughs> above your head. Uh, I, I wanted to... Uh, make that clear there are lots of them an unnatural and ungodly amount of creatures think the birds but with bugs too <laughs> all right let's keep moving <laughs> i want to stay here much longer keep, keep going <laughs> yep. i climb the hill striding up the hill uh everyone uh make me a constitute uh, no not a constitution we are going with a strength athletics skill check yeah that's my bag you Ugh. <sighs> mm. oh. Thirteen. Oh. Four. Fifteen. Eight. Right. <laughs> and four with Daniel. Okay. Um. Amy. He's not strong. <laughs> he has other good qualities. Amy, Eden, you guys get halfway up before looking down and seeing that Nanakis and Eden are struggling, that Eden has managed to get his foot caught in exactly the same spot that the horse had got his foot stuck in before. Oh. Uh, tries to pull it up. I was a bitch. Uh, he sees the thorn sticking into the side of his boot and tearing at the stitches. As he pulls his foot all the way up, he is entirely unharmed, but he is now sans boot. <gasps> No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not my boot. <laughs> Your priorities, man. Well, I mean, I'm getting the boot back. Uh, Anakis, uh, you have struggled to get very far because everywhere that you are placing your your hands and your feet uh, is unusually slimy and slippy. Uh, you've managed to get up about a quarter of the way. Amy and Eden, you have managed to, to get, get enough on your rolls to reach the top without needing to make any other sort of check. But you are halfway up when you notice that Anakis and Erden are struggling a little. I... I will go back down and help. Alright. Being the big strong paladin. <laughs> muscle lover is gonna go down and help. I'll do you like a rope? Amy, do you rope? Um... I don't know if I do. Actually, I took. I think I took the scholars. Oh, I do. Scholars I do. pack and said, "Yeah, I do have a rope." Yeah. Um, is there like, can I stay up there with the rope, like tie it to something, like long enough for you to go down and then help to like? Yeah, it's fifty the, foot rope. I don't know. If that's yeah. Enough. There, there, there is plenty of uh, vines that you could like loop a bit of rope uh, around to be able to 
secure it. Okay, uh, I throw my rope to uh, Eden, and I'll go down, back down to Eden, and help him specifically, giving him like a <laughs> very bright smile, but a see, this is me helping. This is what friends do, kind of face. <laughs> okay. When you say help, what do you mean? I'll pull your boot out. <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Eden, you managed to start securing the rope, presumably to let down and help Anakis up, um, who, who is further up than Erden, and so could benefit from the help of the rope. Uh, but yeah. Erden is just a little too far down. Amy, you scoot down, get next to Erden. His boot is not only between two vines that are sort of like rolling towards each other, covered in thorns. It is uh, like they are crushing this boot uh, through some sort of crushing machine. But his boot well... is also ruined. You note that uh... the side of the leather has started to away from the sole, uh, that the front part is cut up. He would struggle to put the boot on his foot again. Okay, I look at him and say, I think your shoe's gone. <laughs> I think you need to let it go. I am not letting it go. I try and get the boot. <laughs> Who cares more about that boot than it is about the horse? Come on, Give man. Give me uh, a dexterity ability check. Sleight of hand if you're proficient in it. Um, that's an eight altogether. <laughs> you throw not your hand well. in and <clears throat> rip the boot or what's left of it out. You do manage to cut up your arm. Give me a constitution saving throw, please. Oh my god. <laughs> Five. Please tell me that's like your dead father's boot or something. <laughs> that's just a boot. No, it's just a boot. <laughs> oh. It's not even a sentimental boot. I'm sure you've got a spare boot in your bag somewhere. You take one point of... Uh, damage, one hit point, but you are also poisoned. You now have your boot back. The soul is entirely intact, uh, and the laces still there, attached to the tatters of the front. You reckon you could tie some of the laces around the heel of the soul and then back around to the front and have some functioning kind of shoe? Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> Very kind of proud, stiff upper lip. I'm doing it as if it's no problem at all. Well, you look ridiculous. <laughs> With Amy helping you, you'll be able to get to the top of the hill no problem now. Uh, Anakis, you see the rope in front of you. Uh, trying to get a hold of it, you notice that your hands are still slick with this slime. Uh, I will allow you to essentially roll the advantage that the rope would offer you on your athletics check. So just roll one more d20. And it's basically the roll you had before, or this one. You're essentially rolling with right. advantage, but after that. <coughs> okay. Come on. Oh, athletics. Yes. Strength based. 18. Nice. Oh. Uh, so, uh, noticing that uh, it is slick you, on the palm of your hands, you quickly wrap the rope around your wrist, grab a hold of it, and walk your way up the vines to eat and... All of you manage to get to the top of the hill thereafter. It takes you a good solid 15 minutes to get all the way up. The slick sounds of these greasy vines moving over each other, combined with the droning sound and the almost raw 
uh, of the crows that are making these cacaw sounds that are booming throughout. Uh, as soon as one calls, the rest of them all seem to respond until it gets to the outer edges. And then again, you get another bird over here and over here making calls that echoes throughout. Can I just cast that thaumaturgy tham- and <laughs> just create like a loud yeah just a loud booming thunder from the clouds and see what happens I don't know whether that would... yes um, give me an arcana skill check please. <laughs> uh, you can make it with wisdom as the ability though instead of intelligence okay come on oh nice um, uh, uh, um, 17 nice uh, you throw your hand up as soon as you get to the top and shout the verbal part of your thaumaturgy command. Uh, what, what word would you like to say to create this thunderous sound? Um, boom! <laughs> <laughs> as you throw your hand up and yell boom, the birds and beasts scatter as your boom uh, creates this massive thunderclap in the sky above and you see the clouds and sky above you the winds are howling above these creatures and you now have an area of clarity above your heads you've managed to scatter the birds and beasts they're still encircling above these vines but they're not directly above you anymore okay can we see whereabouts they were circling is there a specific point on top of the hill that they were circling they appear to have been following you sort of but they are most of the span of the vine coverage so we're talking like a few miles across of just birds and uh, bees and wasps and moths and things in the sky just floating above sort of like this dark heavy cloud above the vines from your vantage point you can also see that the fire has spread almost the entire west bank of these vines is smouldering, if not actively ablaze. Can I cast? Oh my friend, if I can't. Um. Um. Can I cast? Oh, I don't think I've got it prepared. No, I don't. I was gonna cast. Oh, do I? Hang on. Control. Oh, is that my clip? Oh, hang on. I'm just getting confused. Have I got some sort of water? What do I create and destroy water? It's only I believe 30, that was uh, something it's... that was used before, wasn't it, to put out yeah, fire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I can't. It's still the same range as what um, control frame. Oh no, control flames is control flames is sixty foot. How far are we from the flames? Uh, you guys are a good half mile from the flames. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, probably no, fine no. to just let them burn, right? Well, that's not a lot we do about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's down the other side of the hill? Can we see anything? Uh, so the, the crest of this hill, the hill's fairly wide. It's a couple of hundred feet across. Uh, you see that there is a crumbling stone tower that is on its side. Uh, the hole in the side of which these vines are sort of coming out of and clinging to the side. Uh, you can see a few gaps where there's still stonework to be seen. Is there uh, anything else? Oh, sorry. Uh, there's uh, a uh, small collection of swords and spears amongst the vines on the floor near this opening and on the far side uh, past this you see just more vine what colour is the tower? Uh, it's uh, 
very grey stone. Not green. Mm-hmm. You know when I had had that vision thing when I saw this tower. Was it, it was green tower, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. It's not this tower. Um, is it is it completely on its side the tower, or is it still uh, so, 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 sort of on its uh, on an angle? You can't see where the tower connects, though. It seems buried entirely in vine base. Okay. Could I uh... go poke about and kind of see? I don't know. Just investigate. Sure. Uh, give me an investigation ability check. And uh, if uh, I assume everyone's going to be going and, and sort of poking around or, or using their eyes, so make it with advantage, please. Well, I think I've got disadvantage because I'm poisoned. So you I don't know do. how that works. So that would it. cancel it out, uh, and you would just make a straight roll in that case. In that case, it's 16. I've just realised I'm fire. I'm resistant to fire. Absolute nilly. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's right, right, it's in the top of the screen, in bold, black, right in, defences, fire. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, getting closer to the hole in the side of this tower, uh, you can see that there's uh, signs of a battle that's happened uh, within the, the, the last years certainly maybe just the last few months uh, although these vines shifting things about hasn't made things to determine the vines are certainly growing from something inside this tower but you know that there's a second source of the vines more of the vines are coming up from the middle of this hill it's almost as though uh the vines have started somewhere deep underground and they've found any openings that they can to burst out, and so they've come out of this tower and from the hill that the tower is on. Hmm. So the base of the tower I can't really see, as you said, it's just all completely covered in vines. Yes, although you can see mm. in through uh, the, the hole inside of the tower, and it does go in. So the vines have just sort of crept along the walls and not filled it in, so you could enter the tower. Yeah, I think I probably would. I might regret that, but yeah, I think I'd venture in, take out my swords and just kind of use that to poke about. These vines also differ from the rest of them. Uh, They are a more vibrant group. There are fewer thorns on them, and there's none of the slickness, although they do have a slight rubbery texture. Um, Poke it, see what it does. Yeah, yeah, I'll poke them with my rapier. Uh, As you, you poke it, they do not move and do not undulate. And you, you see that these uh, vines near the openings do not uh, move in the way that the rest of the vines do. Hmm. Um, so how big is this tower? Uh, it looks like uh, in its heyday it would have been about four stories tall. Yeah, and, can uh, I... It's about 25 feet wide. Yeah, can I kind of just venture in and just look? I'm just looking for, I don't know, just something I can make use of. Maybe some boots, I don't know. Just I'm just interested, I'm intrigued. Uh, can I go in after him, seeing that he's kind of venturing in there on his own? Okay. But, yeah, I'm going to kind of tag along behind. Uh, so uh, Eden and Nak is just sort of waiting outside, seeing if they can hear the uh, screams yeah. of the dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I want to investigate the other vines. The other... Okay. The, the, the other openings, like, in the middle of the hill. Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, Amy and Erden, you begin to venture down the tower, 
Um, with it uh, on the incline and the hole being fairly near the top, uh, you heading down this incline, you find a lot easier given the texture of the vines. They give you a lot of solid grip. Uh, the only time that Eden slips at all is when he's stepping on his lace rather than the sole of broken shoe. Uh, and Nakis, you mm-hmm. creep towards the middle of this hill and you see that the vines have created a, a circular opening. There are holes in the vines where this uh, faint uh, sort of bluish yellow, which I realize now describes green, but just a, 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 a more sort of like, like aquamarine with sunlight glinting through it sort of color. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of ooze coming out of these holes in the vines, like, like something's stabbed in. And uh, this hole, which is uh, a fall like 10 feet wide, goes deep down and it's this shaft of vines uh, heading down into the darkness beyond you can see uh, I need a light oh, have I got a torch in my kit uh, I might not have a torch let me just see what I've got um, what do I have no I don't have, a, don't have one of those has anybody got a torch can, what about fire you make fire? <laughs> I can, God. but it's control flame. It's control flames. I can't make. Don't just shoot fire down the hole. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't. I can. Do you want? But is there anything? Do you have anything I could light on fire for you, like a <laughs> stick? Uh, where's I that? Light to a sword, but I'm inside. I have a torch as well, but I'm also inside. <laughs> um, I'll um, I'll rip a piece of material off my um cloak at the bottom, and. Wrap it around us. No, because I've got that. nothing to like, light in. I've got produced flame, which is a spare. Oh no, it's a can. Oh no. Right. Yeah, I'll um, I can produce flame. Sorry, I'm not looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're gonna burn whatever's at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Too many spells. <laughs> yes, I will produce flame and shoot it. Can shoot oh, it down God. bottom. <laughs> okay. You project a jet of flame. Uh, that extends uh, for 10 feet and then leaves your hand and this jet shoots down into the depths. It goes on and on and on until the light disappears. And then after 30 seconds more, you then see a slight spark in the distance. Too far and too small for you to identify what happened. In which distance? Like where I'm stood? uh, uh, Down the hole. Oh, down the hole? Yeah. Hmm, Nothing else? has happened no. has happened how far down is it if you take that small spark to be the bottom of the hole then we're talking several hundred mm. okay um guys there's something down there and it's a very long way down <laughs> a shout across uh meanwhile amy and erden you find that uh getting down to the bottom uh, you guys can see in the gloom uh, the shape, the outline of a doorway at the base of this tower. You've noticed along the way a few bumps in the vines as well. And at the what would be the floor of this tower, near to the doorway, there are several body shapes that the vines are making, as if they've grown over the corpses of things that once lived. I go through the doorway, or I approach the doorway. Uh, looking in through the doorway, um, you see 
that this is a room that at one point had a functioning mezzanine level and uh, you now see that the vines have pulled it away the crumbling masonry and bookcases uh, that are broken thrown to the side there's the occasional manuscript still sort of intact uh, but vines have been erupting from a door that you see ahead and down a ways. This room seems oriented correctly, as if the tower and its doorway uh, broke separate from this. So while you guys have come down at an angle and this door is at, at an odd angle, uh, the room is properly arranged. So you go okay. back to being level if you walk through the doorway. But there's not a lot of path in front of you, and you still be walking on vines. But you're saying all the vines seem to be coming from one point. Yes, and so the vines sort of lead you down onto the lower floor in this uh, room with the mezzanine levels. You'd be coming in at the upper mezzanine level. Uh, the vines go down and through a doorway ahead. There are other doorways, but the vines seem to be uh, coming from this doorway ahead. Okay, yeah, I, I maybe take a look at Amy and just to see if she's still following and just, um, yeah, head towards that doorway, the one where all the vines are coming from. Sure. Do you think we should? Do you think we should get the others, or how how deep are we going before we wick off people? Adam, I ignore her and going towards the door. <laughs> Rude, but I follow, knowing that there's the two of them are up there together. So uh, yeah, continue to follow cheerfully. Can I, um, can I um, cast sanitage and just make the ground? Actually, not whilst tremor. Yeah, mm-hmm. within the within a thirty foot radius of of me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I don't know what I, I think. That's what she would do. So, because she's got no idea what she's looking for. So, yeah. She's just sort of like projecting her own sort of anxiety <laughs> and not what sure what to do to the world around her. Yeah, she doesn't have a clue what she's looking for. <laughs> she's just sort of making it up as she goes along. So. <laughs> As well as I, <laughs> out of character. So yeah, she's just gonna, she's just testing all the elements, really. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. All right. Give me a perception ability uh, check, please. Perception skill check. Oh shit! Eight. Eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, as uh, you begin to tremble the vines and the ground around about you uh, you note that a few of the vines uh, towards the edge of the hill start to sort of raise up a little uh, something is uh, impelling them back towards you but they don't move much beyond a few feet just like so- something's sort of like touched something somewhere and they're just kind of gone <laughs> Uh, I realise that this is also going to be in a podcast, so uh, uh, for, for those of you <laughs> listening to the podcast, uh, I, I sort of like recoiled slightly as if I'm, I'm sort of protecting myself a bit. Like a cat would when it hisses. Yeah. Does this affect anything? Does this affect anything inside the, you know, the, the tower where we are? No. None of the vines move or anything? No. Okay. No. You, you are uh, noticing a distinct lack of movement and noise in the tower, in fact. Amy and Ed and you guys have near-total silence. Whereas Eden and Anakis outside, you've got cawing, you've got buzzing, the crackle of distant flames. I feel the silence. I talk. <laughs> Just small talk, cheerful, chattering. Yeah. I, don't, I, feel, I don't feel like there's anything here, so I don't... 
I feel like we need to investigate the tower and try and get in somewhere. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I don't feel like we can. Oh, oh, it's just a hall. Yeah. Oh, we can't get down at least. So I think we need to investigate the tower. Okay. Let's go do that. All right. Uh, Eden and Anakis heading towards the tower. You descend <coughs> down, finding it fairly easy to grip onto. The, um, from your assessment, your, your knowledge of nature, you can tell that these are, are younger, fresher vines that have a, a, a certain vitality about them. That these are, are totally different from the vines that you're experiencing thus far for the last few miles. They're still large, abnormally so, but they're alive. Uh, you're able to descend down. You see uh, what is likely to be corpses uh, covered by vines. You see uh, the outlines like skulls, horsos covered in vines. And you see uh, a doorway through which you notice this destroyed library. Down the vines, you see Amy and Airden investigating a doorway on a lower level still. I go down and join them. Thought, you want to go in the library? Mm, not my sort of thing, really. We can investigate it if you want. You can have a look. <clears throat> yeah, I'll go take a look. Just a Go quick on. just a quick peek around. Uh, Nutkin and Enver uh, sort of poke their heads out and shrink their heads back down again when you walk through the doorway and they note that uh, now there is no source of natural light. Uh, Enver, able to see in the dark absolutely fine, but Nutkin has no such benefit, and so snuggles in close to Anakis. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I reassure Nutkin that it's all okay. I have no idea it's okay. I have <laughs> no idea if it's okay. It's probably not. I feel like we're walking into a death trap right now, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, right. Um, I mean, I have... Right, I don't want fire bold, but I want some fire so that I can see. Can I, like... I can produce flame. Yeah. Would you oh, like yeah, you have a talk. I have a normal talk. You are not with us, though. Not keep... I mean, I'm one room down from you, and you can hear me chattering away from the library, I imagine. <laughs> I have tuned you out. <laughs> <laughs> gonna burn this tower down to the ground, I guess. I'm not gonna... I haven't burned anything to the ground, Amy. I mean... <laughs> Okay, we'll see what it's like outside when we come back then. It, they're evil vines. You're welcome. I'm still burning something to the ground. The thing is yeah. a thing. Evil vines. Uh, okay, right. Yeah, conjure, conjure fire, please. So do I hear, so I know that um, Eden and Anakis are now coming down? Yes, you you guys will be able to see them. Okay, I shout to them. Um, we're, in, we're in here, we're in this room. Um, just follow Amy's voice. <laughs> I say, oh, is it because you don't like it just being the two of us? Um, no, I, I think uh, you obviously enjoy conversation and I feel I can't, you know, uh, I can't really give you the conversation you, you need. So maybe our other friends, you can he's speak br- to them. He's breaking up with you. <laughs> <laughs> he is breaking up with you. Uh, I say, can't or won't? I kind of usher you in their direction. But the door! The door! <laughs> thought we were opening the door. Uh, yes, there, there is no door, in fact. It is simply a doorway. The vines uh, push their way through everything. Can we get through that doorway? Or is it completely blocked? Yeah, you can get through the doorway. The, the vines uh, are just coating the floor, walls, and ceiling. 
Uh, they, they seem to be leaving the passageways mostly unfilled. Okay. I am con- I am creating flame because I forgot I could do that. I shouldn't have played it back. How would how would you like these flames to uh, manifest? Um, do, do you want like small orbs uh, of flame just sort of like spinning around your your head, or or do you just want to, like have a big ball of fire just, just in your palm of your hand? A big ball of fire in the palm of my hand. That sounds like the best way. Yeah. All right. I produce a big ball of fire in my hand. Uh, the the light brightly shines from the palm of your hand uh, and by, by cupping your, your fingers you're able to direct the light sort of like a hooded lantern. Heading down uh, this uh, doorway corridor you then find that there is a solid metal door blocking your path below which uh, there is evidence that vines have been trying to get underneath uh, but there's a lot of goo uh, around about there, and not a Ooh. lot of vines. And there's what well, seems to be another doorway to your left that is heading down. So we've got this metal door, place going down. The metal door is metal fairly thing? large as well. It's uh, about uh, ten feet wide and about eight feet tall. Is it? Um, does it completely solid? Does it have any holes in it, like any grates or? Anything. No, it's entirely solid and doesn't seem to have anything in the way of handles. It's more in the way of like a solid metal sheet. Can I shoot it with Eldritch Blast? Yes, you can. Would you <laughs> yes. like to shoot it with Eldritch yeah. Blast? <laughs> yes, I do. Eldritch Blast! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a warlock. What do I do? You cast Eldritch Blast. Oh. Say the thing, Bart. I cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Yay! I cast Eldritch all right, uh, you uh, your fingers unlink them as you, you you do energy sparks between them, and you throw your hands forward. A blast of eldritch energy striking against the metal plate, and immediately dissipating over it, uh, much in the way that shooting a lightning bolt at something, the energy would quickly like spread across it and disappear elsewhere. After a oh. few seconds, you then hear a very heavy gong. Gong. Like the... knocking from yes. the other side. <laughs> like something heavy knocking on the other side. I knock back the same way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get more knocking. Gong, gong, and then a few feet further away, another knock. Gong. This is all on the I other side it. of the door. Can I say hello? Like, like really loudly, can I try and shout? Like, I will shout hello with Thaumaturg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's everyone's passive perceptions, by the way? Uh, 14. 10. Passive, passive what? Perception? 13. Yes. 13. <coughs> uh, what was yours, Laura? Sorry? 13. 13. Okay. Um, Eden, Anakis, and Eden... You all notice the air a little cooler over the, the last minute or so. Uh, so since you guys sort of left that library area and started uh, moving down, the air's been getting a lot cooler. Mm. Okay. Cooler. Okay. Did anything shout back at us? No. Yeah. You've been met with naught but the occasional knock. I Every time there's a knock, I match it 
and I try to do it. You know, like in those games where when the lights light up, you have to hit them in the right places. I'm like running around this dark trying to hit in the same place that the sound came from. <laughs> like it's a game. <laughs> Uh, over the course of the next couple of minutes, while you're matching knocks in the similar places, you find that there is now a cacophony of constant knocking all across this doorway. It seems that there are uh, perhaps between five and ten different sources of knocking, uh, well, gets... all within the span of a few seconds now, and it is constant from the silence that it was up in the library it is now this constant gong 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 when it gets too much i step back and say no i'm out <laughs> too many people continues <laughs> can i cast... sorry go on no go please <laughs> can i cast detect magic i don't yes you can cast detect magic <sighs> Uh, and so casting Detect Magic allows you to detect magic. Uh, you can see the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. Uh, Do I sense anything like magical behind the door? You do. Uh, you can see this aura of humanoid shapes on the other side. You can see that it is uh, a sort of energy that's sucking into itself um uh, like if you're you're watching an explosion in reverse you see this roiling torrent of purpley black energy folding into itself into the humanoid forms there are seven of and some of them are missing the occasional limb like legs or arms you know that this is a sign of necromantic magic and you feel that weird tickle at the back of your throat that you can never quite get rid of. Can, can we go upstairs and long rest? <laughs> I want my smites back. Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Can I, invest, can I investigate the door and see if um, I can learn anything about it? Like, does it look if it opens towards us or away from us or just anything? Like, maybe try and find out how it would open if you I could mean, I might be able to open it. I don't know if we want to open it. I think we just want to know how well, it no. opens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can, I can open it. Yeah, no, I don't want to. Oh. Uh, another thing that you notice, Abby, is that um, they are moving in almost slow motion. Yeah, guys, uh, these, these things are dead. Yeah, the, the, yeah these things yeah. are sort of like moving their arms like this. <laughs> zombies behind the door, guys, zombies. Zombies. Bees, not zombears. <laughs> oh, could be zombears. <laughs> oh, God, zombies. Hashtag zombears. <laughs> zombies, zombears. I mean, uh, whatever fact, it is. Marcus, could, you, could you give me a, um, a perception or nature skill check? I'll let you choose which one you, you'd prefer, but with disadvantage. Well, I'm going to go perception. Okay. Because that's more, more of a bonus. All right, okay. Uh, oh, right, with a disadvantage. Oh no. Oh no. Well, that would be a 12. And then I rolled a natural 20. Oh, so okay. I rolled a 9 and a 20, but it's still 12. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Was it perception or nature that you chose as the skill? Perception. Perception. From the the size of what you're looking at, these these auras, um, you can tell that they're about four to four and a half feet tall humanoid. Uh, The specific form of them 
you, you can't tell, but they're not bears, certainly. Uh, but they're, they're all like right up at the door. I think uh, after Anakis told us that they were zombies, I'm even more determined to open the door. Okay, uh, so uh, do you want to do an investigation skill check to see what you can find sure. out about the door? It's yeah. what I do. I, I hunt out the undead and monsters and evil. Um, I really want a long rest. <laughs> I need a long rest. I've got two spells left. Ah. Was that 16, Daniel? Yes. Yes. Uh, by having a quick look around as this banging sound is starting to feel like actual pressure against your ears and the sides of your head, this endless banging, uh, you're able to, for a moment, center your thoughts and look around you. The vines aren't coming from here. The vines have tried to get in here. There's a lot of liquid near the base and there's no obvious handle. Looking up, you can see that while some of the vines have tried to creep uh, up, there's a bit of a gap at the top of the door that does not mm. exist at the bottom. This is less a door and more a barrier that has descended from the roof down. Mm. So it could be lifted. No. I give it a go, but I don't think... No! No! no, 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 no. We all I grapple him away from the door. I, I, I will mostly call it in and grapple him away from the <laughs> so so Ed, Ed will... positions himself, wide leg stance, grabs the bottom of the ball, him. and I, I Amy goes him. to tackle him. Okay. I just punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I so... am going to ask everyone to roll for initiative. Because oh, Ed no. will be able to see Amy jumping to towards him, but Amy will be able to see Ed and getting ready to lift the door. So let's see what happens first. Yeah, but... Uh, okay, but I wouldn't like get a whole hit. <laughs> I got natural twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why? But yeah, okay. So you start off in the door first, but I would run and tackle you before it gets all the way up. Well, let, let's let's see what happens. So we've got uh, uh, guess who else rolled a twenty, Airden? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, uh, Daniel, what's your total? Oh, I just got in that 20. Um, if I add on my initiative, it's 23. 23. Uh, Laura, what's yours? 22. Oh. Uh, Abby? I tried. 16. 16. Oh, 11. Yeah. 11. <laughs> uh, Alright, so uh, Aiden, after having a quick look around, looks at the door for a few seconds while Amy, Eden, and Anakis sort of look at Aiden. Wheels turning and realizes like, no, he's not. He's not. Really. <laughs> then moves towards the I door. Mean, Give me a strength athletics check to lift this heavy metal door. Yeah, I was going to say, like, at least. <laughs> at least it's not the strength of the team. <laughs> um, I'm rolling for disadvantage because I'm still poisoned. Yes. yes. Um, 11 was the lowest. You managed to get about an inch clearance under the door and a deluge of water uh. erupts from the base knocking you from your feet and leaving you flat on your ass which of course drops the door back down uh amy eden and anakis could i ask for dexterity or strength saving throws from you three you either choose which one yes either whichever one's best for you okay be strength nine uh, 18 strikes 
Nice. Ten. All right. Amy and Eden are easily able to quickly uh, take themselves to either side as this jet of water forces its way out from underneath. Unfortunately, Anakis goes the same way as Ed and, and is knocked down to the ground as the door then slams shut again. There is a massive buildup of water on the other side of this. Is it smelly water? Like, is it, it like... Can I investigate it? Uh, can I yes. investigate Yes, you can. Um, won't need to be any dice rolls for this. Uh, you're able to see that there is a lot of stuff in it, as if some rotting bodies have been steeping in this water for a long time. <laughs> like a bag of tea. <laughs> like zombies. Zom-tea. No, Zom-tea. There's a lot that crossed it. Uh, too far. So what do you oh. wanted to do now? Um, I think I just get up and kind of brush myself off and. Uh, don't just... you said? Don't you dare do it again? Yeah. Don't you dare. We will lock you out. <laughs> I carry on as if it didn't even happen. I, get, like, uh, I, I cast a ball of flame in my hand and just look at him. I tap him <laughs> on the shoulder and I'm like, looking from the flame to him. <laughs> oh, so someone mentioned a long rest. I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Ideally, if there are undead in here, perhaps we could try climbing further back up the tower a little bit and barricade ourselves into our room and try and get a rest. Yeah. Eight hours of time then. So, but we could take shift. The library area with the mezzanine uh, floor, with all the broken bits of bookcase, you would be able to make effective barricades. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do that. You guys uh, slop your way back up uh, through the, the wet ground uh, up to this library section, and that is where we're also going to take a short rest IRL. Should we play some D&D &D or should we do, yeah. should we do something else? Yeah. Should, should, should we play some blackjack or cribbage? Well, I think we're going to get a long rest. I think we're going to go to sleep. Yeah, an, an uninterrupted, <laughs> yeah, much perfectly easy. fine long rest. It all needs right. to be as I've already rubbed all my stuff off my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can get back to full health. I didn't yes, do that. Yes, you can. Um, the long Thank rest God. does not remove the poison, but Damn. you are back up to full health. Mm, can I retcon in? I've had five lay on hands left. Can I use that on him before I go to sleep? Yes. To get rid of the poison. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so lay on hands, uh, curing the poison as you guys are setting up the barricades and things. Who's going to go on first watch? Hello. Okay. You are not invited, Airden. <laughs> not invited this time. Not invited. No one happens every time you're around. So am I, am I genuinely not allowed in the little sleep camp we've made? Well, I think I think Airden shouldn't be allowed on watch by himself. I think oh, someone that... needs to be on watch with Airden. I volunteered to be on Yeah, you've, with seen, you've <laughs> seen right <laughs> through me. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, I will, yeah, be on watch while I'm not friends. Should we do three hours each? 
that will cover it, won't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Eden and Eden don't uh, need yeah, like, like six hours sleep. Uh, they, they can just meditate for four hours, and then the other four hours they can mm. mill about. Yeah, um, go play with the door, stuff like that. Nope. Don't touch that door. Don't touch that door. You leave it alone. I bet you stink like rotting flesh too. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Aaron and Anakis. Yeah. I bet you both Lisa. smell really bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like bits of stuff stuck in your hair. Like I think bits that's dead people. Yeah. It's <laughs> dead in Ed's as well. Oh, <laughs> well, squishy and squelch it. The well, one that's not we... a half boot. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. I know what I'm, I know what I'm going to do. Just let me know what it's my um, my watch. <laughs> okay, so uh, Laura, did you say Eden was going to take the first watch? Yep. Okay, Enver uh, perches uh, on your shoulder, looking around this uh, slightly quieter. Um, room than the hallway but still you can hear in the distance drumming there's enough distance between you and it that it's not uh, stopping you from getting any rest or getting to sleep but you're aware of it almost uh, as Enver's looking around his eyes uh, seemingly perfect uh, in this darkness he notices something and slides down your arm uh, would you mind giving me perception <laughs> There's my perception. Thirteen. Right. Uh, you have a glint of something trapped amongst the uh, vines here uh, that Enver has all. It's a chunk of rock. It's green, translucent. That's what I need. Uh, and it's about the size of a fist. Okay. Okay. It's also jagged. It looks uh, like it's been broken. Okay. Um, can I can I ask Enver, like, is that, is that what he wants? Uh, he looks it over. It's uh, about half the size of Enver himself. And as he's looking it over, um, he looks up at you and just nods. Uh, can I, like, just casually make sure no one's watching me? Everyone else is asleep or meditating. Oh, yeah, no. Then I'm gonna carefully grab it. I don't know if there's, like, thorns or whatever. Uh, carefully grab it, and I'm gonna put it in my bag. Quick. Uh, you've noted since entering the tower that there are no thorns, these vines. Well, it seems the, okay. uh, the vibrant green vines are uh, not so concerned with protecting themselves. You have pocketed a shard of crystal. Perfect. Uh, Enver, then settling back onto your shoulder... Uh, towards the end of the second hour of your watch, then leans in close. Don't we go? Go where? Just go. Like, leave all of them? He then turns and looks. He casts his eyes over them, then puts his head back forward and sort of looks defeated on your shoulder. Fine. Don't pout. Don't pout. <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. We're having an adventure, remember? Okay. He then Except slides down. <laughs> he then goes to slide down your arm uh, and goes over to Anakis and notices Nutkin not resting at all, being quite fitful. And then for wanders over, finds uh, a small piece of vine uh, that has this strange sort of bulb on it. And as Enver grabs it, he manages to pluck it and it flowers gently. 
into this bright orange. Oh my orange. god, they're in love. <laughs> this bright orange flower, which he takes over to Nutkin. Yeah. Oh my god, they're in love. We're gonna be related. Yay! <laughs> it's just like little love hats. Like, this is the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm gonna just sit down. I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. I'll go back. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go walk. I'll go walk. I'll end Not their moment. Don't. Alright. Um. <laughs> Start breaking up a little bit there, Laura. I think you, you, you're I'm overloading so your own broadband. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rest of your your watch uh, goes uneventfully uh, as far as the, uh, noises or movements uh, going on in the room. And uh, for the sake of uh, expediency, um, that will be the same with everyone else's watch. They, they, they take over. So you get your full long rest. Uh, there were no interruptions as you rested, but it will have been just getting into late afternoon, dusk, when you started. And so it is early hours of the morning. It is cooler in the library room now, but you're awake, ready to go. Building a campfire is proving difficult in this sort of environment, and so likely they just dip into ration, eat dry food. Can I retcon that when I was on my um, my watch with Amy, um, I, I, I wanted to go off and look for new boots while I was, um, you know, and just kind of leave Amy to watch. I wanted to investigate the room as well whilst I was on my watch. Okay. Why are you people leaving your post? What <laughs> watches? Well, you're here. You can look after the camp. And I obviously, I can't walk around in bare feet. Um, so... I will go and have a look around. I think there are some corpses I can have a look at. Surely you wouldn't begrudge me some comfort. Um, and you can guard this, you know, empty room. Which direction are you going in? If he's going towards the door, then I'm going to go with you. The opposite gen- direction of the little door is where the corpses yeah, were. Yeah, okay. I'm genuinely going to look for, for a new boot. I'll let you go. I allow it. Peeling the vines apart uh, that are making these vague corpse shapes, you see that they are in fact uh, rotting bodies. There are several of them of varying shapes uh, and sizes, but all of them seem roughly similar in, in size and build. Very familiar to yourself, uh, they are in fact elves. Uh, you do find several pairs of boots that will fit you, but these are armoured. Hmm. These are the boots of soldiers. Are they all, are they all the same? They are all the same. Uh, give me a history skill check, please. Um, 16. These are ancient elves indeed. This armor has been out of date for centuries. Um, Belonging to uh, several clans as well. Uh, some to the Tackintyres, some to the Edels. Are the boots... Are they stylish in any way, or are they just purely functional? <coughs> they are elven like... boots, so they are certainly stylish. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. They, they have uh, metal plating built into leather. Uh, so it's, it's like 
plated studded leather boots. They are flexible enough to allow the full range of movement. Uh, they don't give you any uh, extra armor, I think, because mm -hmm. they're just on your feet. Um, but they're also slightly plated uh, to deflect your blows hit there. They've also got reinforced soles uh, with very good grip. Uh, the elven soldiers are designed to be very mobile and able to fight on a variety of terrain. Okay, um, yeah, so I'll discard my both my boots and yeah, I'll take wh whatever looks like the best pair, um, the most intact pair, give them a kind of a rudimentary clean as well as I can, and then yeah, put them on. Excellent. When he returns... Can I notice these and ask if the, the people he got these off, whether they were wearing plate armour or not? Uh, they were not in plate armour, they were in scaled armour. Hmm. Is that better than whatever I have? What do I think? <laughs> chainmail. Is it better than chainmail? Uh... Scale mail is not better than chain mail. Is it chain mail or a chain shirt you've got? It says chain mail. Uh, then uh, yours is by de facto a higher armor class. It's armor class 16. Okay. But uh, scale mail would be uh, something that allows you to add your dexterity modifier. Um, uh, I have no dexterity modifier. Yeah, so the chain mail <laughs> is better for you at the cool. moment. Okay. So no looting corpses for Amy. <laughs> and, so did you did Amy did Amy ask me that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll just kind of explain that, like, well, you know, it's elven armor, so you know, might, so maybe, what? Maybe, maybe not for you. Um, well, what does that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, elves wouldn't wear human armor. So anyway. Uh... <laughs> Oh, the temptation to go and get it just to watch you up now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's not good enough for me anyway, so... Well, yes. I'm glad we see eye to eye. Wow. <laughs> what? Uh, you guys sit over there. <laughs> I, there. There are times where I'm like, I like it, Aiden. And then there are other times where I'm like, Aiden's a bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anakis, when it comes time yeah. for your uh, watch, mm -hmm. you wanted to go and investigate this room a bit. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to see if I can find anything to, well, any herbs, any medicinal stuff, anything that might help me figure out where crystals could be located. Because are we in the library right now? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of, of books, but anything that might give me an indication of as to where the crystals might be or um, who may have put them there, anything like that. Uh, give me an investigation ability roll. Uh, oh, six. You find that there are a few books that start to make mention of crystals, and you become engrossed in them, trying to find any details that you can. The details that you manage to dig up are things that you already know as a uh, that uh, crystal towers uh, are all over the world, that they contain great magical energies, and that wizards will often build uh, towers and castles to protect them around about them, that they're often uh, where the seats of empires are, 
and that they're highly sought after. But whether or not one is here and how to find one, you didn't find any of them. Can I cast, I sort of give up, but as a last resort, cast Locate Object at second level. Just going to, uh, the details that I need to provide to you with uh, Locate Object then. Uh, so with that, um, so describe or name an object that is familiar to you. Spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, so a certain kind of apparel, furniture. Okay. Do you think it'll work? Will it allow? That's how familiar. Well, well, you being a druid will have encountered these things before. So yeah, I know that they exist. Yeah. I just don't um, know where, but I, well, I know that they're in their grid. Yeah. Power. All right. Locate object. Yeah. Uh, you do sense uh, that one of these crystals is uh, nearby. Uh, quickly um, cast the, the magical words to the uh, wind and you hear them echo in your ears, but no one else can hear it. And as you turn your head, the volume of your, your magical phrase, um, Vintakus, just echoing over and over in your ears, gets louder when you point your head in a particular direction. And it gets piercingly loud at a, a, a certain point, at which point the sound then sort of disappears into the full-level uh, tone. It's just at the edge of your hearing, which you only hear when you're facing in the right direction. So you know exactly which direction to get to this. I will go in said direction. Okay. I didn't know uh, where it is. <laughs> th- this, was, this was cast just as um, your watch was ending. Uh, after you'd spent uh, a lot of time investigating through books and after three hours realized, you know what, can't get anything from this. So uh, everyone else will be awake uh, and you'll note that Anakis is heading towards the barricade that you've set up, blocking the way to the metal sheet. Yeah. So, where are you going? <laughs> so we're, we're, yeah, where are you going? My, my tingling senses tell me that we need to go through this. Oh. Sorry? Pronto. <laughs> We need to go um, in this direction. Through the barrier? Yeah. Well. For why? Okay, right, so let's uh, let's give this a go again. Okay, so if everyone helps me, we can just... Through uh, the wooden barrier is where Anakis was going before the, the metal one, but in the direction yeah, okay. of the metal barrier, certainly. Okay. Okay, we follow. Well, I follow. Okay. As you approach the metal barrier, uh, the one that Ed so <laughs> desperately wants to lift, um, Anakis you feel the tone pulling you towards the hole to the left. Okay. So, um, I sort of say to the group, I'm currently seeking out a magical object that I need to restore, and it's telling me to go in this direction. Okay, well, I, I'm seeking out evil to defeat, and it's telling me that it's behind this door, so I guess we're at what? a impasse. Okay, so what's... <laughs> What is this magical object? Like, I'll be honest, I, uh, like, I don't really know why we're in here other than what Simon said. But, like, what magical object are you looking for? So, so, uh, well, so I'm currently <laughs> looking for something that will restore the natural order to the current, um, the, the current environment. There is an imbalance and there are certain magical objects I believe is a crystal, and this crystal needs to be restored to its former, um, former, what's the word? Former, um... I start former. walking towards the metal door. I <laughs> step in front of the metal door, <laughs> put a hand out, wait, 
No, no. Yes. I got this. This is what I do. There is... I, I, I want... <sighs> I am not going out of the way. Anakis. Is this is the thing we're looking for? You're looking for the same thing that Simon said it was in for, or not? Yes. Okay. So it you're... Is, but, I, but I believe that Simon has used, has used Crystal incorrectly previously and wants to restore, but doesn't quite know how to do that. Okay. Whereas I think I do. Okay. And you think it's down the hall, not behind the stop? I feel like if we were to go behind all Ed and we will get mashed into smithereens by dead people. I mean, we could we, we, we could kill them, we could go into Crystal and then come back, but my tingly senses are telling me that we need to go through this other door. Uh, Ed, and I would tell... Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, uh, Ed, sorry uh, Daniel, Ed and... Um... Hello. Could you um, <laughs> please make me a perception check and tell me the results in a moment? Uh, Abby can do. Sorry. I can't remember what I was going to say now. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yes, there is a lot. There's a lot more to it, but that's basis of why I'm on my own, wandering, looking for said things, and not really knowing what I'm doing because I was suddenly sent off to do this so yeah it needs to be done quick if i can do it quickly yeah okay um daniel what was the result uh 21 you've noticed that water has begun pooling around amy's feet and that there is a straining sound against the metal and the banging has stopped hmm oh man i don't know what erdogan would do um Okay, how about... Well, I don't... I don't know if there is anything still behind this door. How about we go and deal with your crystal, and then you'll help me um, deal with whatever's behind this door. I can do that. Okay. As everyone begins to realise that the banging has stopped against the door, uh, we'll start to descend down this uh, sloped tunnel uh, where Anakis is sense is, is guiding her is that uh, an accurate reading on the on the room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you then hear the groaning of metal as the door is lifted and a deluge of water gusts out and as you've already started walking down this path pushes you all the way down it it is near impossible to fight against this torrent i will control water no can't do that I will. No, I can't. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I can. Hang on. I've not done my long rest. I've done my long rest. I'm going to be on. And restart all of my long rest. Right. Yeah. I will cast. Uh, that will be fine. Destroy water. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So ca- I can destroy up to 10 gallons of water. In, oh, it says in any. In an open container within range. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, as you uh, complete the incantation uh, of the spell, uh, which uh, you quickly uh, 
dig into your pocket, get a few grains of dust and sand and toss it at the water, uh, which creates a massive explosion. Spray goes over and around you as the water spreads either side, continuing down the tunnel, and you destroy ten gallons of the stuff, which is then immediately followed by more gallons of this water, (laughs) (laughs) pushing you down the tunnel. There was unfortunately more than ten gallons. Um, can I then cast shape water? Which, yeah, can I? It's a cantrip. Um, you can choose any area of water that you see within the range, and it fits within a five-foot cube. Oh, okay, never mind. No, ignore that. Never mind. <laughs> you could make it go around you, but not everyone. <laughs> Huddling, guys. Huddling. <laughs> Group hug. <laughs> well, we could try it. About the, the water, unfortunately, given all, all the, the, the time of you, you, you casting everything, has pushed you all down this tunnel, uh, sliding uh, to the side. Uh, you bash into the uh, rocky walls a few times. Uh, you get bumps and bruises, but no real uh, damage. Uh, and then the tunnel splits some of you going down one tunnel some of you down another and Ooh. as Anakis is being dragged down one tunnel um, Nutkin loses control of the flower and goes down the opposite tunnel you flow very quickly uh, down a few more tunnels a few twists and bends uh, you notice a few flashes of light from up above you holes through to uh, the ground above you travel for what seems to be about two minutes and then you are all ejected out of spouts and into a pool in a gigantic cavern oh. as you then bring yourselves all up to the surface you notice that you are all together that there are several spouts with this coming out and that you are in a dip in a cave that is covered in vines that is just now collecting the clean water no. oh, of course not of course it's not of course it's not clean water of course it's not clean water i just ask this for i think everyone including people watching at home it is not kin with us did not get pushed into the same big bit of water Nutkin is in the same big bit of water. I grab him. I put him on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Is it so? Are we like? Is it swimming level, or it's just kind of around our feet? Uh, It's a swimming level. Right. I look for anything that I could put that we could pull ourselves up on. Um to get out of the water is there anything around yeah uh the vines are, are rubbery enough that you can get some purchase and climb out okay. uh, of the water yeah okay uh climb when out. you climb out it is a <laughs> massive cavern there are stalagmites and stalactites vines weaving around about them all moving towards a central uh point where there is a ring almost a crown of uh stalagmites reaching up uh, almost claw or tooth-like around a shattered crystal base. Can I go investigate it? So it's uh, a few hundred feet of wending your way through these stalagmites. The oh, where is sound... that? Where... Hmm? Sorry, where, where is my tinkly sensor telling me to go? Uh, towards this shattered crystal towards base. Towards it, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You get uh, the sound of rushing water 
in the background, and you notice above the crystal as well, all of this in pitch blackness, but uh, with those of you with dark vision uh, can see that some of the vines growing seemingly from this crystal base uh, spread up around the cave uh, walls, up and through a hole directly above the crystal. That's where I looked down from earlier. (laughs) Yes, looking up you can see the early morning sky. It's dark blue. Can I, is it quite dark in here, or can we, have we got the natural light coming from up? In uh, there? th- th- there's not enough natural light to produce anything in the way of detailed light, uh, so can it's I... dark vision allowing you to see. Yeah, what, is there anything else that I can see? Uh, approaching the crystal base, you see that there is a small metal ring on the ground that this uh, crystal monolith has been shattered, almost exploded. There are pieces all over the place um but the the base of it seems to be intact but it is dark and normally these things are green and glowing with vibrant light um can i think i might eat i might try and cast um what's it called what's the one what's the stone i'm thinking of a stone spell i can't stone shape maybe uh, no. uh, while you're looking for that, that Abby, um, yeah, what is everyone else? Did everyone just follow Anakis or yeah, they... the water? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I can I pick up some of the pieces of crystal and just put them in my pocket? Yeah. Some of the shattered bits that are just like lying around. Yeah, uh, they they range in size from like very small thin slivers um, to like, big hunks of rock. Can I investigate? Uh, Sorry, go on. No, no, it's fine. I'll just take a cue. Yeah, can I uh, pick up one and just investigate it, see if I know anything about it? Maybe it's kind of, I don't know, just anything I can tell about it, like how powerful it is, if it's giving off anything, if it's being broken, is it completely, like, inert? Um, Uh, Give me an Arcana skill check, please. um, 17. Uh, Oh, yes, sorry. I was about to say, is it still a disadvantage because of the poison? But that was cured. Yes. So... Uh, this is inert. Uh, there, there is nothing coming from this uh, at all. Uh, Adam would know that this is something that, in his hands, he should be able to feel something and be able to draw some kind of energies from it. But no, it is nothing more just inert matter. Okay. Um, could I, could I also do my one of my divine senses to detect good and evil? Uh, Hollow spell, location of celestial fiends undead within sixty feet. Please. Yes. As you, you cast this, your your vision tunnels again, and looking around, uh, you see that there is this strange uh, pulsing happening along the vines, um, moving towards this uh, crystal, as if there's energy being drawn towards the base of this crystal through the vines. And turning around, just to have a look around the room, you see that there is this sickening black form crawling from the pool of water that you okay. yourselves have emerged from. Okay. And then a second one emerges. Oh, no. oh okay. I call back. We have company. How many have we got? <laughs> uh, let's roll for initiative and see That's what fun. happens. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. 
six. Is that initiative? Sorry, cut out. Yes, initiative. Uh, Was that six, Abby? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Laura? Five. Five. Yeah. Daniel? Uh, Eight. Going away. And Kerry? Twelve. Boo. Sweet. Okay. Emerging from this pool and sliding out of these tunnels and splashing into the pool uh, behind them uh, now that your attention is drawn away from the crystal and back towards uh, where you guys came from zombies Uh, undead elves crawling with broken swords and spears crawling their way towards all of you a dead look in their eyes on top of this uh, Anakis Seeing this stump and being so close to it, uh, now sees that essentially what needs to be done is the largest chunks that you can find to just try and replace them and reform the magic by casting your own spells into it. Um, You can see that the vines are trying to do uh, some of this work. You've noticed some some new crystal growth around the base, Um, but... If this is going to be done, it's to be done soon. Quickly. Uh, I'm just going to scour the area. Um, is anybody with... Are you guys... Which people are with me? Amy, are you... You're looking, aren't you, for a bit? Yeah, pretty much. I, I shout um, out. I shout out and I say, so for me to for me to do what I need to do, I need all the big bits. Any big or medium bits. Small bits if you can, but big bits on top of the on top of each other over here and just yeah let's see what happens and we also need to get these guys <laughs> kill them i'm 100 percent attacking the, the, the zombies <laughs> yeah yeah so zombies um, coming you've got uh, essentially a jigsaw puzzle of a crystal thing uh to deal with um so to clarify on your turn you can do pretty much anything that you would normally do uh or you could make an intelligence saving throw uh, to see if you could find a piece that fits onto uh, the crystal uh, monolith bit. Um, If you uh, succeed at getting four pieces uh, all connected up, Anakis can then make a a good honest go at uh, trying to repair the monolith. Uh, If the zombies get to it though, there's no telling what would happen. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh. Beginning at the start of the initiative order, zombies got a 15. Mm. Uh, they are incredibly slow moving, however, and were just at the edge of your 60 foot range of vision. Uh, and so they move towards you slow and shambling. They are now can I, 40 feet away. Can I create control? Can I produce flame? And is the floor, is the floor dry? Is it wet? What, what's, the, what's the floor like? Uh, the the floor's not bone dry. Um, it, it's a little damp, especially with your like wet footprints and things. But it's it's not sopping. You'd be able to start okay. a fire on some of the vines. Um, uh, don't really want to do that. Um, can I just? I know they're wet, but can I just cast <laughs> produce flame and fire it at the the nearest one? Uh, sure. Um, Kerry's uh, turn is first. You got a twelve with oh, uh, in- initiative. It's, it's all right. Um, but uh, I mean, it's, it's also like coordinating tactics um, uh, as well. So yeah. that's what uh, Abby's planning on doing. Kerry, what about you? Uh, so how far away are they? 
Uh, they are 40 feet. And how many is there, sorry? Uh, you can see clearly three. I don't know if I'm allowed to speak yet, if it's not my turn, but I think Airdrum would shout. Airdrum would shout, like, they're mine. You, you <laughs> do the crystal thing. Give <laughs> them to me. I mean, undead are my thing. Okay, so I turn my Massively my thing. thing. Undead are my thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've turned into a competition. <laughs> okay, um, I can go help Anakis with the crystals. If you guys right. do the murdery bits, I don't mind. I I will I'm still five feet away. How much is my gun? I'm gonna say. I'll count tally of how many you each get, okay? We'll make an um, official competition. <laughs> I can't get close enough to them this turn anyway, so I'm gonna I'll do this turn looking for crystals and wait until I get a bit closer. Okay, uh, give me an intelligence saving throw. Nah, it's two. <laughs> two. Uh, you find a smart. massive chunk, you roll it towards the base and try to slot it in place, uh, but it just <laughs> does not fit. Daniel. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I... Uh run as fast as I can and as far as I can towards them, towards the zombies. All right. Um, so my right. movement's 30 feet, so I don't know. I presume that just means I can move 30 foot on my go. Uh, you can take the dash action, um, which would then allow you to move your speed again. So you could move up to 60 feet, but then you wouldn't be able to make an attack action. Um, I think that's okay. I'll, I'll dash. Uh, okay. I just want to get in the fray. I don't really see them as threats i'm more just excited by like you know this is my prey um so yeah i will use my turn to just get right up into their zone all right uh, drawing your your blade i uh, imagine uh, well. yes i'm gonna be doing my fire cut myself thing oh wow okay next time next time all right uh so yeah you draw your sword uh running towards them pulling it out of your sheath abby Yes. So, produce flame, you said you were going to do? Or? I think I'm going to hold that and then just sort of look for big bits of crystal. All right, I'm give me try. an intelligence saving throw. Come on. What is it? What is it? What is it? Story. Um, 18. Nice. 19. 19, sorry. 19. Uh, as Amy starts to pull this piece that just is not slotting in back, uh, you notice run over and with her help flip it over the other way and it slots in perfectly nice. yes one down three to go guys <laughs> how are you doing with the dead people <laughs> i think he's fine with the dead people <laughs> i think he might prefer the company of them uh, yeah. <laughs> eden yes right so am i Okay, so can I take an action as well as... So now that Amy's not helping Anarchist, can I do an attack as well as help Anarchist? Uh, it would be one action. So you could either uh, help uh, Anarchist or you can go and attack them. They're 40 feet away, but if you had like a ranged attack, you could attack them, but then you wouldn't be able to help this turn. Nope, I will help this turn then. Okay. I will find a chunk, take it over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Make an intelligence saving throw. Make it with advantage. Ooh, nice. Um, Twenty. Nice. 
High five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Team horse. Yes. Uh, Enver on your shoulder uh, sort of sprouts these leaf-like wings from his back. Uh, hovers above uh, you and about five feet in front looking around and points towards a crystal uh, swoops down and helps you hoist it up. It's about the size of your torso and you shift it over and manage to slot it in next to the other one uh, the two of you working together to find it out, hence the advantage uh, since you have an intelligent creature helping you uh, we swoop back around to the zombies, uh, which two of which uh, are facing Erden, taking slamming attacks against him, his armor class being 15 that I've got noted down mm -hmm. here. Uh, so that is one, two hits. Okay. Uh, that is uh, nine bludgeoning damage as these things, the moment Erden runs in close, they swing. Uh, with heavy fists and cut-off blades starting to swing at you. And it's not that they penetrate through your armor and get you directly, but the fact that these things are coming out of the gloom and forcing you to stop in your tracks as they punch into your chest, uh, that just sort of like shakes your confidence uh, enough that you feel like you can't go as many rounds with these guys as you hmm. carry. Okay. Uh, ugh, they've not moved closer, have they? Uh, they've not moved closer, no. They've started ugh. swarming around Erden instead. Alright, I will also... Ugh, dash action. Alright. Over there, seeing that I'm not much help in the whole <laughs> intelligence area. Um, yeah, I'll dash action over. Let me just see if I've got any... The other option is you could do the aid action which is you basically defer your go and just give a Nakis an uh, advantage on her intelligence check. Nah. Nah. Uh, Slap some zombies. Basically. <laughs> the one spell I want to use is the one spell card I couldn't find. Yeah. What uh, weapon do you normally use? What would you be fighting with when you got into melee? Uh, a longsword? I've got a longsword written. You could throw a longsword ten feet. So you could move uh, your 30 feet and throw the longsword at a zombie and then just on your next turn, move up, get the longsword back. I mean, I also have javelins if we were going with that, but... That's another um, one. Alright, I'll throw, I'll throw a javelin. From, I'll get a bit closer. I have to be, still have to be 30 feet away, so if I make 10 feet and then throw it, right? Is how it uh, works? Um, so as long as you're within 30 feet throwing it, then it's not oh, an advantage. Okay. So, so you can oh, move 30 feet, feet and then throw it, and then okay. being 10 feet away doesn't hurt. Then I do that. Nice. Um, okay, so. Weaving through a few of the stalagmites, drawing the javelin back, letting go. 12. Uh, and it stabs into the middle of this zombie. How much damage does it do? Ten piercing damage. Nice. I rolled the maximum I could possibly do. <laughs> uh, the javelin goes all the way through. You can hear this loud snap that echoes against a few of the stalagmites as this it's obviously penetrated the spine of the uh, elven zombie and it slumps on the javelin as it clatters to the ground. Nice. Uh, is that dead? Uh, yes, it is dead. I shout I shout to Eden. One to me. <laughs> How many is that, sorry? <laughs> One to Amy. 
Zero dead. That that zero. <laughs> dead. Uh, Eden, it is now well, your, I, your go. There's something I've been wanting to use, which is a reaction. So I don't know if it would have happened. Or to, it happens when something, when a creature falls unconscious or dies within thirty feet of me. So would that have just happened when? Yes, that, that's just happened now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Blood curse of the fallen puppet. As a reaction, when a creature falls unconscious or dies within thirty feet of me, I can make it attack. The creature makes one attack against a target of my choice within its attack range, and yeah, I'll get it to attack the other zombie. Oh, nice! <laughs> I'm not seeing they that. They kill it. Uh, it. Not unfortunately, no. It doesn't do enough damage to kill itself. Oh. But um, yeah, as the the spear. Uh, plunges through this first zombie it lets go of its shattered sword uh, which then flies and sticks into the neck of the other one facing Erden and now its head is permanently cocked to the side uh, you notice Amy that as you you see this happen there's this weird sort of haze around Erden for a, a brief moment almost reaching out with tendrils and grabbing this sword and throwing it into the neck of this thing but with a blink it's all gone so it could have just been a trick of the light or the lack thereof so does that reaction is that use up part of my go i'm not sure how i've never uh, had your that. reaction regenerates at the start of your go um right. so that reaction would have happened during amy's turn now okay. it's your turn. You have your action, movement, bonus action, and reaction all back. Awesome. Okay, I'll do my um, crimson right, which is where I, by you know sacrificing some of my blood, I light my uh, sword on fire, and it can now do fire damage. Um, but I've got to take damage for that. Sorry, just a second. Okay, and I'll attack um, with my rapier. I'll attack the uh, the zombie that I've just you know the one that's nearest me, the one which has had its head knocked to one side. Mm. All right. Uh, so drawing the blade uh, across your arm, drawing the blood, and uh, when you whip it through the air, it ignites into flame. What do you get on your attack roll? Oh, nine. Uh, and your attack bounces off the sword hilt that you just embedded in his neck. Oh, no. I was great. Just shout back, it's still zero. <laughs> okay. Do, do I you get multiple attacks at this point? Can you, can you attack more than me? No, no, not yet, I'm afraid. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Right. <laughs> Unlucky, <laughs> Uh Right. An Anakis. Yes. Yeah. Am I uh, putting the stress in the wrong place? Is it Anakis or Anakis? Well, I say it's Anakis, but that's just because it's... That's how I've read it. Anakis. But maybe yeah. that's just my accent. Uh, it's, 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 you, you and Laura have been saying it different to me, and I also say tiefling instead of tiefling, so let's just say uh, it's but... anarchist. <laughs> Fine. I still register anarchist. Cool. Fine. Um, I will look for another piece. Alright, give me another intelligence saving throw. Come on. Or two down. Oh, yeah, fuck. Well, that's a three. Because <laughs> <laughs> a three. Oh, no, uh, as, as, you find, uh, as you find oh, a piece sorry, that... Oh, it's two! Oh, it's what? It's a two, not a three. Oh. 
Well, uh, you find a piece that looks like it should fit exactly uh, in the, the <coughs> slot that you've got next to this massive chunk. But as you try to pull it, it snags on one of the large teeth stalagmites and snaps when you pull it. Uh, it is now broken into two smaller pieces, which have scraped too much. They won't fit properly. So you have to abandon these pieces and look for a different one. Okay. <laughs> Eden. Okay, so... Can I still help with the crystals? Yes, you can still help with the crystals, or you can uh, go and attack the the one zombie that eludes death at the moment. Um... Okay. Um, right. Um, one zombie. Okay. Um, I can't remember from last time with the zombears. Mm. What was it? Uh, poison, poison is not effective. It's not the it's one that doesn't work. So I got Firebolt or I got Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch That's Blast. so basic. <laughs> <laughs> So basic. Basic <laughs> warlock. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> so basic. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Lame. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Firebolt. Firebolt at the last one. And that is 120 feet range, so I should be able to hit it easily. Um, and I roll to attack, yes? Yep. There are no bonuses to that, is there? Thirteen. Uh, to the attack, there are. Um, if it's a spell attack, you get your spellcasting modifier, which for a warlock oh, is 13, charisma. 14, 14, 18, and your proficiency modifier as well. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. That definitely 18 hits. Hit. All right. Um, and then, sorry, I, I don't know if I said that, but I cast at it. Uh, level two. Um... Can I do that? Yes. It doesn't say... I don't think there's any difference if you cast it at a higher spell slot. It'll be like day, uh, day which six bolt or... is it? It's Firebolt. A oh, Firebolt. Yeah, sorry, page 242. But it doesn't say, like, most of them will say, like, at higher levels using a spell slot. Uh, uh, with uh, Firebolt, because it's a cantrip, um, it will just be when you get to higher levels. Um, so not until fifth. Okay. Uh, that's lame. So right. it doesn't cost a spell slot, though. It's, it's basically yeah. infinitely throw balls of fire. Uh, That's also true. Okay. Um, that is two damage. That's depressing. <laughs> kind of uh, hate being level three. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Soon. Soon. Um, the bolt of flame leaves your hand, careens over Erden's shoulder uh, as he... Uh, moves to the side from his sword swipe uh, and it strikes exactly in the spot that Erden was going to hit uh, exploding part of his neck which forces his head to turn even more to the side and the blade to fall out but he's still going moves his arm to swing at Erden uh, sure just go over my keyboard why don't you uh, but Erden manages to rally and move back with his blade and cut the hand of this beast before it strikes him. So he managed to parry the blow while also removing uh, his hand and turning his arm into a stump. At this, 
movement appears around the stalagmites. So the, essentially, you guys have got like uh, two, three foot wide clearance between each stalagmite. There are hundreds of these things uh, up uh, around the place, uh, getting to over eight feet high, making it difficult for you to see very far in this massive cave. More shapes are moving out from behind these stalagmites. More zombies appearing. They number in at least the dozen now. Oh, no. Guys, mm-hmm. uh, guys, we have a pattern <laughs> over here. This some of them, some of them appearing uh, around near Anakis and... Do I... I, 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 I okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, uh, have basically shambled out from the shadows and from uh, around behind stalagmites and are about... 10 to 20 feet away depending on uh, who I'm talking about so Eden, Anarchus they are 10 feet away uh, Amy and yep. um, uh, the rest of them are about 20 feet away from with the exception of the one that's directly in front of Daniel right now Kerry yes um, I'm sorry I was looking at the spot so how many are around me now about 12 about like in range in if you want to spend your action to do a perception check you can get an accurate number you are just no. a lot of movement right now <laughs> i'm not using actual perception no. <laughs> um, oh, uh, all right well i'll just get up close to the nearest one but it's not that one i'm not wasting my go on that one um so cso urgent is wholly confident in his abilities with these things. Uh, yeah, I'll go to another closest one. Oh, will I get, a, will I get an attack on me, though? Uh, no, because you were ten feet away from oh, the yes. fighting Erden. Uh, so yes. you don't have any, like, immediately next to you. So you can easily, like, draw your longsword and run up and attack one. Okay, I do that. Alright. I don't think I'm gonna smite it. I feel like... That's overkill. That's a lot of dice. Okay. I'm not gonna what happens. Uh so no attack, sorry. Uh uh fifteen. To hit. That definitely hits. Uh that would be I don't know why I rolled a D4 with that. I'm reading that thing completely wrong. Um, <laughs> it's 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 two plus four, not two plus a D4. Um, so <laughs> D4. Uh, six damage. Six damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, your longsword. Were you using it one-handed or? Uh, yeah, one-handed because I have a shield in the other hand. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, you run up to uh, another zombie. Um, give a little hop up. Uh, into the air to kick off one of the stalagmites and bring your sword down. Uh, you manage to cut through the front of this zombie, splitting open its ribcage, which is like spring-loaded, explodes open. Uh, but it then just lowers its jaw, gives out a breathe, uh, a breath out, like, and raises its two daggered hands towards you. It's fine. It's still going. Uh, Eden. Um... So how far away is Amy? Uh, Amy will now be uh, 30 feet away from you. Ah, well, oh, that's a shame. It's too far away. Okay, um, so the one that's nearest me, um, I'll just... I take yeah. 
I take it a cantrip would use up my action, yeah. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I just a good old fashions just attack. I'll just use my rapier and attack the uh, the one that's nearest me. Okay. Make the attack roll. Um, oh, this is much better. Try one. Excellent. Yes. That definitely hits. And oh, this is good. Three. Uh, Thirteen damage plus three fire damage. Nice. Uh, as more of these things uh, shamble ever closer around you, the swarm starting to encircle, uh, spinning with your sword, the flames jetting out. They light up the faces, eyes, and glinting armor of these creatures surrounding you, and you separate the very, very cocked at this point head from the shoulders of the one immediately in front of you, his head flying off into this maddening, deepening crowd, and his body slumps down to the floor with a clatter as the metal clinks against itself, and you notice that you have quite a few of them nearby. Okay. Uh, Not that it it matters to anyone else, but a cool little thing in my Bloodhunter thing is if I kill something, I get health back. Nice. Yeah. Being creepy, but yeah, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Killing makes me stronger. Uh, pumping that iron, that's what you're doing. Uh, Anarchus. I would like to cast Ice Knife on how many... So it's within a... Oh, it's a five-foot range. In fact, no, I will cast... I've just had it. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Thunder... Thunder, 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 Thunder Is it Thunder Wave? The one that pushes them away? Yeah. Yes, Thunder Wave. It's like a a big cube of force that you create in front of you. The saving throw is 13. It says um, each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and it is pushed 10 feet away from you. Uh, On a successful save... They failed. (laughs) I got a (laughs) 2. How many... I'm a, I'm a... Uh, you'll be able to catch in a 15-foot queue. Uh, you'll be able to catch five. Oh, nice. Okay. They're, they're not um, tightly packed together. It's still better than... Better than that. Come on. Come on, baby. Oh, nice. Nine points of damage. Nine to each of them. Uh, so as you uh, stretch your hands out... Yellow magic word and slam your hands together, uh, the air forcing its way out and exploding in front of you. It snaps a couple of the stalagmites uh, into a few pieces, along with zombies getting forced all the way back and clattering, the bones shattering as they hit against the stone floor. I didn't add my spell. Oh, no, ignore me. Ignore me. Fine. Carry on. Sorry. It's all right. Um, but they are dead. Nice. <laughs> How many was that? That was five. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I think Erdin shouts that out in, in character. Out loud. He just screams. Like, for fuck's sake. I love that uh, the effort that Erdin has gone into to kill one. <laughs> um... So that was uh, Anarchus, Eden, mm-hmm. and Enver. Right. Um, are, where's the next biggest thing? Uh, so, yeah, there's several big uh, chunks uh, nearby, but there are some zombies starting to get a little close as well. Right. I want I want to do Cloud of Daggers. 
Um, so that's a cube five feet on each side, set it on a point you choose within range. So I know we don't have like a dungeon tiles or anything, but like I want to be able to, I'm going to center it wherever I can hit the most zombies. So wherever, however many that is, wherever that is, or like where they're coming towards. Yeah, uh, well, seeing as um, the uh, section in this cave where the crystal uh, monolith is uh, is sort of encircled by these teeth, they do need to like walk between massive stone teeth to get to you. Uh, so yeah, you could uh, set it between a couple of these uh, to catch yeah. one uh, as it's walking through. But basically, you'd be able to catch one at the moment of casting, and more will presumably filter through that same spot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I say five feet isn't very big, is it? No. Five feet by five feet. It's not very big. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna try and judge best where it kind of looks like they're coming through for as many of them to hit the cloud of daggers as possible. I... Okay. Like that. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's hard without seeing it. You know what I mean? Where like you can't. It's hard to say where you would put the center of a yeah. spell without having. Yeah. Uh. So. Um, you uh, pull from a, a small pouch to your side a small sliver of glass uh, which you can see um, uh, clearly in front of you. You hold it upright, whisper a word and twist it so that you just see it on its edge. And as you do this quick flick twist, the zombie that uh, puts one hand up against one of these teeth to drag itself forward then stops still for a moment. Roll for the damage. It's 4d4. 4d4. Uh, 12. And it stays standing there for a moment. As other zombies start to move closer and closer, uh, you then put the sliver back into your pouch confidently, and another zombie behind the one that just stopped in its place pushes and tries to push past the zombie that stopped and as he does so pushes pieces of him down to the ground you see that the zombie has been sliced nice. into <sighs> tiny pieces <laughs> can i can i be like erden erden look why don't you try this erden why don't you try this I'll I've, show I've you written, if you want. I've written everybody's names up on the wall and I'm there like in between. Like Callie, Callie, come on guys. Five cheese. Eden, how many Eden, how many is that now? Yeah. How many? It's how many? They're still coming. It's hard to give me I'll just hold on. As the horde surrounds Eden, gets closer and closer, and now there are six of them on him battering away at his armor clawing at him uh, blades getting thrust towards him as he quickly moves to parry them amy similarly getting more of the moving towards her hands grasping this one that's been uh, spread like a blood angel moving towards her almost dropping down on top of her with his blades all of this disappears for but a moment as the hall is filled with this booming sound. The water pool at the end uh, seems to sink down and rise up as a giant form appears. Oh no! The water pooling away and this gigantic sludge monster steps out with a massive foot 
into the middle of this gigantic cavern. You can see from the ooze dripping down from its arms and the strange shapes making up its face that this is some kind of gigantic evil undead creature this magical manifestation of evil and death left to linger in dark endless tomb don't you dare end it don't you dare don't you dare <laughs> that is where we're don't ending the session <laughs> yay boss fight uh, how big is it uh, this thing looks to be about 20 feet tall. Oh, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's alright. Just 20 feet. Couldn't take it. That's a very Amy attitude. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Hi, I'm Amy. What's your oh, name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, that's where we're going to be ending the stream for this evening. Uh, thank you to everyone for joining us. Uh, I yep. have ended it again in a combat, uh, but uh, no, it's a good place to end it. it is, good yeah, I agree. Uh, so, uh, like I said, uh, thank you to everyone for for watching us. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight. Um, oh. Uh, in fact, I, I think I'm going to mention it uh, just now, in fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, at some point over the next few weeks, uh, my wife and I are expecting uh, another child. And so there may be a disruption uh, between uh, now and uh, in about five weeks time. That's when we're expecting. Uh, so if there is a disruption of some kind we will endeavor to get something put in place for you we'll certainly let you guys know over social media what's happening um but we do look forward to seeing you uh when we next uh appear which should be in two weeks time uh, it's a pretty good excuse to miss a session really all in all it yeah. is yeah no, it's a pretty that. good reason I'll let you <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this time yeah do it again yeah <laughs> Uh, we, we have to make a third. Uh, <laughs> Look. <laughs> All right. Uh, we let it go once. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, this will be going up onto YouTube as soon as we can and uh, an edited version later on on iTunes and YouTube. Yes. Um, see you next time. Okay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hey. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>